opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, the Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Okay. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for a Monday. That is Monday, March 12th. Is that right? March 12th, the year 2018. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News, current events, we're happy to do that. Let's talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And, of course, we'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do. That's what we do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Jim. Then, of course, send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll read it. That's real mobile, 77031. We might use that text on the air. It's all powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. On the phones, long distance toll free, one 978 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news hey, in a few yes, minutes. Sir. Jack is here. Pinkman is with us as well. Later in the program, that bonus round of closest to the pin, right after the news with Mo at about 4 your opportunity to win a You Matter business card guaranteeing you good fortune for the rest of your life. Uh, we've got Jack's audio file today. No Monday movie review today. Uh, both of the guys are involved in some other things, so no Monday movie review. We will have closest to the pin, the regular round, uh, at about 520. Stephen Kramer, attorney of law, comes in at 6. We'll uh, chew the fat about the law and some other things as well. Then we'll find some drive-home music for you and PPT to wrap things up at the end of the program. On my list today, I want to talk about Orangewood, uh, the school in uh, Maitland, Betsy DeVos, of course, Daylight Savings Time. I'm going to talk about the Orlando City uh, Lions, uh, Tiger Woods. Let's see, what else do I have? Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, something that happened when I was reading a book, and then something about Dick Cavett, believe it or not. All those things I'll throw out there this afternoon in addition to what you guys were up to this past weekend as well. Disappointing loss to Minneapolis mm-hmm. over the weekend. It was good to see Coach Adrian Heath in Orlando, though. Um, beat Orlando 2-1, to one, of course. And, um, yeah, what are you going to do? He got a great reception, that's, that's for good. sure. And Kevin Molino got a good reception. and uh, that was And that was nice to see. It would have been nicer to see a win. But uh, there you go. It's a long, long season. I think they'll still make the playoffs if they started start to play like they did during the first match and not the second. But be that as it may. Ugh. Mm. Eh. It's the refing. It's it's not saying, you know, a lot of that, the refereeing, the, uh, Major League Soccer refereeing is, is, is 
is atrocious. Hor- it's horrid. <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely horrid. Yeah. Um. Uh, now, how is that it, not sour grapes? What do you mean? Whenever we lose, that always is no, where no, they no. go. No, I've seen the referee in other MLS games. It's just horrid. It's just not up to. It's not up to snuff. It's just. It's just not. I. I just don't think it's very good. Uh, I don't know where they get these refs. I don't know any kind of training that they go through. Mm. Um, if you watch other league play, um, you'll see. You, you, you can just see the difference. Yeah. You know, the, the refs let them play, and uh, you know they don't call. You know, they don't pull a red card on a on a like you got. There's there's hardly ever a what are you doing pulling a red card? I mean, you can see the. Mm. Eh, I don't know. Uh, other than that, so uh, Tiger comes in second. So, uh, Dad, you sweat that one out? Oh, uh, 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 not at all. As a matter of fact, to... I watched his last putt on the 18th where he came in second. I said, ha, showed you. But you're going to come in first. Just a warm-up for this weekend. What, what's our bet on Bay Hill? Our, we have a, two different bets. One is that he will win a tournament this year. Any tournament. A tournament. Okay. The second bet, bet is he will finish top five in a major. In a major. Yeah. Including TBC Sawgrass, yeah. but, but Bay Hill doesn't count as a major. No, but it would he be won't. it would be a tournament win. Sure. No, he won't. He won't win a major. Oh, he's he's going to be in some putt putt golf tournament someplace where he might have a chance of uh, of you know picking up a trophy. But <laughs> oh, yeah, a major. No? Forget about. Thank it. you, Mister Negativity. That's not happening. However, I, I don't care. If, I, he will win this I weekend. I think he's a bum. But other than that, you know, uh, he did a great things for the uh, for the world of golf. There's no question about that. People love to watch him. They love to. It's the old Greek tragedy, as I like to say. You put a guy on a pedestal. You put the god on the pedestal. Then mm-hmm. the next thing you do is you knock the God from the pedestal, and then you try to put him up again. I mean, it's the nature of it's the nature of the human beast. Betsy DeVos gave an abysmal uh, interview on sixty Minutes last night with uh, Leslie Stahl. Just awful. I mean, it was just absolutely terrible. And then she wonders why she's one of the most despised cabinet members in the Trump administration. So if you didn't have a chance to see that interview, I imagine you can go to YouTube or whatever and watch it. It's just. You just shake your head and wonder and say, what are we, you know, this is the way you buy your way. This is how you buy your way into a cabinet position. Uh, This is someone who, for all intents and purposes, has no uh, background in public education. Uh, Didn't send her kids to public school. I don't think she went to a public school. She did not. Uh, She's been, uh, you know, leading the charge in the state of Michigan for uh, private school choice and school choice, which means let's do away with the public education system and let's all go private. It was just a terrible, it was an awful, awful interview. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? Oh, Orangewood. <clears throat> Orangewood uh, Christian School. Uh, now there's a second case of Orangewood Christian School in Maitland involving uh, someone it's been alleged and now accused of engaging in, in inappropriate, if not illegal, uh, sexual behavior with students. Uh, Orangewood Church's head pastor, Jeff Jakes, if you'll remember, he's been accused of harassing and emotionally abusing a former intern in 1998. He's part of an investigation. I don't know whether there's an official police investigation of uh, Jeff Jakes. Uh, That's a question in itself. Now a story carried by the Orlando Sentinel over the weekend. I can't remember the reporter's name, but uh, it's good reporting. And now this is um, Tim Maines, 
who was the uh, basketball and cross-country coach at Orangewood Christian School, and, fellow, and students are now coming forward to say they were the, uh, they were the uh, victims of sexual molestation uh, from, uh, from uh, Tim Maines. By the way, Tim Maines suddenly left yeah. Orangewood Christian School and it says here Maines 53 could not be reached for comment less than a decade after he left Orangewood in 2003. He was accused of lewd and lascivious molestation of a boy in an unrelated case. He pleaded no contest. He's now a registered sex offender. Now, I'm not sure whether uh, Maitland or uh, the Seminole County Sheriff's Department and the Orange County Sheriff's Department are looking into this. Now, Orangewood, this Christian school in, in Maitland, uh, they announced that the allegations, these allegations against these particular two, I guess, there may be more, I don't know, uh, they're under investigation by Grace. And Grace is some kind of private organization that investigates allegations of of abuse within, I guess, churches or church schools. And my question is, <clears throat> where the hell's law enforcement in this? Right. I I just don't I just don't understand this. And even if you said, well, I don't know whether there's a statute of limitations involved here. Even if there is, you would think that someone. And law enforcement would say, well, now we have two cases that have come to light. One on the part of the head pastor, who's now on paid leave, and one involving uh, a, a former coach who has been, uh, is now a registered sex offender. And wouldn't it, like, why don't we check? I don't know, unless you have some kind of uh, evidence, uh, but it just seems to me, what the hell's going on with Orangewood Christian School in Maitland? It just boggles my mind. And in one case, one of the students says, <clears throat> number one, I don't know why any adult or any school official would think it would be proper for a student to share a room with an adult coach at any time. No. Nope. At any time. Never. So uh, this one student says that uh, he was sharing a room with the coach, and the coach, uh, before he knows it, the uh, the coach in the middle of the night starts performing oral sex on this kid. Whoa. Oh, and then he said, "It's mis- I think he said, well, it was a, it, it's massage. It's a massage." Mm, and then when it was later there? brought to the uh, to the authorities or the the people in charge of Orangewood Christian School, I think they said, "Well, yeah, it's a massage." Mm. And then they, they then they all come out with these lines, or the coach came out with a line something about, uh, "You're not right with God." You know, all this happy religious BS that they come out with all the damn time to put a load of guilt. You know, when you're 14, 15 years old, an adult, especially if you're in a religious school or in any kind of religious connotation, I don't care whether it's a religious school or you're an altar boy in the Roman Catholic Church, you know, these pervs, they always pull this stuff off. You know, they all, well, you're not right with God. you got to get right with God. Well, by the way, uh, God uh, demand, uh, commanded me to uh, apply this particular type of massage to you. You know, you're 14, 13, 14. You don't know what, you don't. You have no idea what's going on in the first place. So I don't know what the hell's going on with the Orangewood Christian School. I think there are a lot more questions about what's happening or happened with Orangewood Christian School than we uh, than we know about, and a big round of applause to the Orlando Sentinel. I beg your pardon for not remembering the reporter's name for looking into this kind of stuff. I dare say, I don't know, but if I was a parent, I'm not a parent, but if I were a parent and I was looking around for a Christian school to send my kids to, 
I'm not saying Christian schools are right, wrong, this or that or whatever, but based on what I've read at Orangewood Christian School, I would, if I were a parent, I'd say, and I'm not sending my kid to that school until this is all really cleared up. What else do we have? That's uh, Bianca Padro Ocasio did the story. Good job. I picked up a good a book. You know, Friday I went to the bookstore bookstore because it was close by. Something else, so I picked up this book. Uh, Dennis Lehane, he's a mystery writer. Yeah. And so I started reading this. You ever pick up a book and after about twenty five pages, say to yourself, "I think I've read this book." I have done that. Yes. I think I've read this book. Uh oh. Where you come across a couple of lines and say, "This looks a little bit too familiar." Yes. Nerd problems. I know. But 60 pages in? That's a lot of time. I think it was about 25, 30 pages in. Oh, oh, oh. Put it this way. If I read more, this would be happening to me. Yeah, (laughs) this has not happened to me before. (laughs) This happened to me on several occasions. Mm -hmm. Pick something up. I mean, you have a favorite author. You know, let's say a mystery writer, science fiction. It doesn't make any difference. You pick it up and say, wait just a minute. Either that or he ripped off this story. Either that or he repeated himself in another story. (laughs) And I'm writing another story, but that line is so good, I'm going to put it on page 22. Uh, Okay. Anyway, then I read the fascinating story about Dick Cavett. Dick Cavett is a former talk show host, very popular at the time in the early to mid-1970s. And J.I. Rodale, because I'm reading this story about, in the New York Times, somebody, a reporter said, I'm going to check into all these people who said they've got the method, the system, the pill, the this or that, so you can live to be 130 years old. So this reporter started checking on all these experts who said, I've got the answer on how you can live to be 130. Invariably, they all died when they were 63 or 59 (laughs) or 64, maybe even up to 69. But J.I. Rodale who used to be a book publisher, and he actually was on the Dick Cavett show, and when he's sitting there with Dick Cavett, Cavett said, I have a plan to live to be 100. Then he started snoring. Stop. Then he died of a heart attack. That's a true story on the Dick Cavett show. Stop it. He died on the show? He died on the show. They never aired it, of course. <laughs> I think Dick Cavett, when J.I. Rodale started snoring, Dick Cavett said something to the effect, are we boring you? It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. I have three bets to make with Pinkman. We'll get to that at about 4.10. Let's get the news. Here's Mo. Jim, a jury's been seated in the Nor Salman trial. Nor Salman is the widow of the Pulse shooter. And it took them forever to get a pool of 56 to narrow it down to 12 regular jurors and six alternates. But they did that this afternoon at 2 o'clock. By 3 o'clock, they had picked the 18 people that they needed. Now, we still don't know the... A approximate ages, the makeup of men versus women, the gender, uh, you know, certainly not the gender. We don't know the ethnicities or any of that quite yet. Um, now, potential jurors have been asked a multitude of questions, including their knowledge of the case of Pulse, their feeling about Muslims, uh, their feelings about President Trump, even, and their mm-hmm. views on terrorism. So they find and they think the testimony will probably begin Monday, Wednesday. 
So the trial will begin. You have a bet with Pinkman that she will be found not guilty or a mistrial will be declared I in do. this case. Just trying to remind you some, of, track record some of the bets on that. Yeah, Governor Rick Scott. I think and you're losing this one. Governor Rick Scott. Maybe, <laughs> but I'll still go with it. Uh, legislative leaders and our governor say they are confident that the NRA will lose a legal challenge to Florida's new gun restrictions. The NRA didn't let the ink dry on Governor Scott signing the Florida gun bill, and then, boom, they sued him. They say, the NRA says now, the school safety package that raises the minimum age for gun ownership from 18 to 21 Mm -hmm. violates the Second Amendment. The governor says he still supports the NRA, but is going to fight for the safety of the state's school system and school children. And why shouldn't a 14-year-old be able to buy a gun? Yeah, there's got to be a cutoff, you would think, right? And does the state have the right and the obligation, or the right, certainly, the privilege... Yeah. To enact age uh, requirements when it comes to the purchase of one, no, what can be considered right. a deadly weapon. The House Speaker Richard Corcoran. Let your dad buy the hunting rifle and then he can give it to you. <laughs> House Speaker Richard Corcoran, who is also running for governor, says this law, this new law that the governor signed is not legal, is not constitutional, and he's got commercials running to that effect. And he's a, what, constitutional scholar? No, he's he? a Republican in Tallahassee. The annual session of the legislature is all wrapped up, Jim, but it is not. Bef- they, they went over a little bit of time. They went into overtime. They had a rare Sunday session up there and wrapped up the budget, the tax bills, and then called it quits. Uh, the most important thing they did was the school bill, according to the governor. But uh, there was a lot of things that they did not do. One of them was allowing law enforcement officers to pull people over for texting while driving. Now, it went through the House. And it went through the Senate, but it died, and it never came up. So they, the Tallahassee lawmakers could not figure out a way to make this illegal in Florida, texting while driving. Uh, they also were really not sure what to do about those Airbnb or vacation rental places in Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, the tourism industry, not crazy about this, of course. And um, so... Well, their neighborhood association is not crazy about this Right, either. of course. Uh, it... It was never heard. That was one that just sort of fizzled out and died. Uh, the UCF license plate also went by the boards. I think I might have right. one in our neighborhood. What, a UCF license plate? No way. Oh, an yeah. Airbnb? Not an Airbnb, but, but just that kind of short-term kind of rental, rental thing. Yeah, exactly. Why do you think that? Because cars, I, cars the are house is for sale. Uh-huh. Plenty of cars. Oh. Three, four cars. Uh-huh. Eh, whatever. All right. Well, I don't care. As long as you don't make a lot of noise, just don't make any noise. No, all right? they just, don't make noise. Who doesn't make noise? They don't make noise. They go there, they sleep, they go to the Disney or something. I people don't know. Make they talk noise. to those people down at Ch- a Champions Gate. What do they do down there? They rent those houses, and before you know it, whether they're corporate execs coming up, whipping it up, yeah. you know, or it doesn't matter. Big parties. Yeah. yeah they're going crazy. Jim, there was an annual push also <laughs> for UCF to have a national champion license tag, but that yeah, who also. thought that was going to work? That also went down to defeat. Lame. Should have uh, bet on that. Uh, nope. You got too many legislators who graduated from the University of Florida, Florida State. You think, or UCF? Yeah. You think, or Miami? You think they're going to let that happen? Ah, nope. God, why didn't I think ahead on that? Oh. One? Damnation! Clear as a bell. Yeah. National so angry. You could have had another dollar from another big UCF fun. national champ. We are UCF. Go oh, Knights. Oh, sorry. Go I don't know where you were going with that. Yeah. Go Knights, Loco. <laughs> um. It was back in 1996 that over the speakers at Orangewood Christian School here in Maitland, uh, they made an announcement. The coach, the basketball coach, the cross-country coach will no longer be returning. Coach Mains will not be coming back, and nobody is to contact him. So it turns out there were always whispers, pss, 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 what about Coach Mains? Pss, 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 what about Coach Mains? Yeah, a lot of them thought he was a great They didn't know anything. No. It turns out now 
that people who were abused said, this is how they deal with this? This is what they do? People who are abused, at yeah, least from they're, what they're we can angry. gather, you know, they're not... They don't come forward. They're traumatized in this particular case. Some of the victims said they didn't want to say anything. You know, then what are are their pals and their friends going to think? Yeah, sure. You know, because at that time, certainly 20 years ago, 25 years ago, one of the worst things that could happen is your friends think you're gay. Oh, isn't it? What are you, gay? Isn't it rather weird, though? You're a homo. I'm not gay. The guy who's the head pastor, also accused of harassing and emotionally abusing an intern, is the one who ultimately decides what to do with this guy. You know, it's like the fox guard and the chicken coop, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, the Orangewood Christian schools are rat's nest, as far as I'm concerned. You better, you know, you got to get get this thing cleaned up. And I'm not sure you remember the name Nick Gordon. Nick Gordon was the former boyfriend of the daughter of Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. Her name, Bobby Christina Brown, the daughter of Whitney Houston. And the family never liked this boyfriend, Nick Gordon, uh, during all of the controversy surrounding Whitney Houston and all of that. It turns out now Nick Gordon has relocated to Orlando, to the central Florida area, actually to Seminole County. Seminole County sheriffs have put him in jail because he was uh, grabbed up for a domestic disturbance over the weekend at his property near Lake Howell and Redbug Road. What did he do? I guess this 29-year-old Gordon picked his girlfriend up. I guess she was working or at a bar. Maybe she was, you know, needed a ride home or whatever. And he began to smack her on the right side of the face. Several times, her lip is swollen, bloody all over the place. And he's claiming she ripped his shirt and threw oh. a drink at him. Or, and I was thinking about what is reading this story, and Mo uh-huh. was talking about this story. Have you ever been in a relationship, you know, where you're yelling and screaming all the time and throwing things at one another? I never have. I've been a... Nope. Never <laughs> Thank have. God. <laughs> I nope. just... Gee, yelling and screaming. It's like, let's let's just end this and go our separate ways. More news with Mo, the birthdays, the food, the bonus round of closest to the pin upcoming. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Apologies to the Kennedy Space Center. I was looking at a Gary Larson cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, pe- now people are... I, I said my favorite, know. my favorite, my favorite. Right. So, oh, oh, God, I missed that. Yeah. The, but uh, we had the rocket launch the other night. Right. Did you guys see it? No. I no. stayed up. And I was like falling asleep in my chair, but finally it was at twelve thirty three, and just went outside and just saw it light up the sky, which was just so cool. Ah, I miss that stuff. It's two goldfish in a goldfish thing, and they're playing baseball. One's got a bat, the other's got a glove. Yeah, and then you see a break in the glass because the, the the one fish the hit a home run. Hit up, it's all the water's flowing. So Gary Larson, for those who don't know, best. was the author, author of, of the Far Side the Far cartoon, Side, a single panel cartoon that was probably the funniest thing ever in Man. the newspaper. Without oh, a doubt, was, the funniest no. thing ever on the comic. What page. was better, Dick Tracy, well, Dondi? I don't, know. I don't yeah. know what was better, but that wasn't always a knee slapper. That's for sure. It was always the best. Mo and Mo has never got mm-hmm. Mo's never connected with Gary Larson uh, cartoons. Hello, nope. she's missing a funny bone. I have a good sense of humor. That is not no true. funny bone. Mm-mm. No funny not bone. True. Not true. I love it. Your stuff. You must. No, I, no, I must be having. No, well, you're that just means being you don't nice. have a funny bone. Oh, hey, hey, wait, wait a minute. Hey. hey. Oh, uh, rim shot. Yeah. Today is March twelfth, uh, twenty eighteen, and today mm, it's an acquired taste. I hey, think. If this thing falls on my lap, can I declare workers' compensation? Because this thing I've adjusted five times now. That, that's uh, the problem. You're over adjusting. No, he's not. He's keeping it away from his. Don't you? Know, you. It, that's gonna fall. Oh boy. Fall right in my crotch. Yowie. Jim, today, March 12th. We need an engineer. Engineer to the studio, please. They don't know what they're doing. If they knew what they were doing, they would have fixed it in the first place. Oh, they've come in before. 
They, today is they baked. were going to buy a new mount, but their credit cards are declined. <laughs> yeah, when you're wired. Tonight, it we'll know after midnight tonight. You better charge, up, charge it up while you can. Uh, today is baked scallop day. Baked scallops. You like scallops, right? I call Bob that. and Rich and see if they have one of these things we can borrow. I'm sure they might. <laughs> you know, or they can at least afford to get it fixed. Uh, Jim, three teams from the Sunshine the, State. Or I don't know. Whatever. You didn't make any comment about baked scallops, so I will move along. Three teams from Florida are heading to the NCAA men's basketball I don't like them baked. I, I like them fried. Fried scallops. Yeah. yeah with like, like sea scallops, the big little, thick ones. Yeah, the big, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sauteed. A little bit it's of butter, a little bit of garlic. Day. It's baked scallops day. It, not sauteed scallops. You can bake them all you want. I made, I made picadillo oh, I this like weekend. It's Cuban beef hash, instant pot. It's like no, 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 Cuban. Uh, old, old school in Ooh. the in the skillet. Mm-hmm. Restaurant quality, better than restaurant quality. All right, take that, restaurants. It's like Cuban hamburger helper. It's no, good. it's not like totally. No, no. Yeah. hamburger hamburger helper is yash hash. This yash hash. Yes. This is Cuban hash. Uh-huh. Picadillo. Picadillo. I know what it's it is. It's got olives in it with pimentos. Yeah. It's got raisins in it. It's got garlic and onions and green pepper and Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. Tabasco sauce. Uh-huh. <clears throat> crushed uh, crushed tomatoes. Good stuff. Three teams Not from Florida, Jim, are in the NCAA dance, the final dance, the uh, basketball tournament. Yeah. The Gators seated sixth in the East. They play Thursday. The Seminoles are in the West region. They meet Missouri in round one on Friday. Where are they ranked, Missouri? No, uh, Missouri is ranked eighth. And what's uh, and, FSU? And FSU is nine. I guess mm, that's neck and neck. Game. Yeah. And the Miami Hurricanes are sixth also. They're in the South region and will take on the 11th seed, Loyola of Chicago. Yeah, Florida will make it through the uh, first Thursday. round. All right. And then they'll probably uh, play uh, Texas Tech and that'll come to an end. Go Gators. Okay, go Gators, you say. Yeah. Gas prices are up and down and all over the place. Hey, where's they... your allegiance to your alma mater? I couldn't wait to get out of that place. Uh, Five years stuck uh, in that on godforsaken plan. place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, prices at the gas pump in Florida are down this week. That's some good economic news. AAA is reporting the drop for a gallon of regular. It's now down to $2.50. Guess what? The most expensive gas? No surprise. West Palm Boca, least expensive, is either down in Punta Gorda or up in Jacksonville. Despite weekend rains in Florida, a brush fire in South Florida's Big Cypress National Preserve, kind of bordering the Everglades, this fire now covers more than 3,000 acres. National Park says that it's south of 70, I mean, I'm sorry, it's north of 75 and east of State Road 29. It's spreading to the northeast. It's only 10% contained, so that's no good. Uh, Officials are investigating an incident in which a woman rode a horse into a club on Miami Beach. A crowded nightclub. And she decided. A problem. Yeah, really. It's a problem. You see that poor horse. He's got a problem. What kind of horse was it? I don't know. Video posted to social white, media. Brown, black. Yeah, white. Uh, Stallion, quarter horse. It, did, it didn't show. What'd you say? A jalapeno? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a jalapeno no. horse. There's no jalapeno horse. It you don't know habanero. that. Yes, I know that. <laughs> Oy vey. It turns out this woman, obviously, she must have been, you know, a little bit some off in some way. Thought it was a good idea to ride a horse into the lounge in Miami Beach. Then the animal started getting spooked. Yeah. The nightclub is now under investigation for animal cruelty and public safety. And then on Friday, Miami Beach revoked the lounge's business license. Where's the doorman? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Are you, Maybe the horse you, was old not enough. You, not you, sorry. Not You're you, wearing not jeans. You right, come on in. The horse was 21. The horse was old enough and it was wearing something appropriate. And looking good. Yeah. All right. Don't let anybody in here. Collared shirt, nice shoes. You're in, pal. Uh-huh. Let's go. Uh, you mentioned the um, daylight saving time. 
uh, which went into effect Saturday morning into Sunday, Anybody I guess. Anybody having any trouble adjusting to the bit. time? I'm waking yeah. up I think I'm sleeping better now. <laughs> How is that possible? Well, because I wasn't sleeping well. But I was before. sleeping well, but now I'm really sleeping well. Like most of the country, we bumped ahead, of course. Yep. Spring ahead, fall, you know, fall Whatever back. But now a bill approved in Tallahassee will keep us here. No. And we won't fall back in September, October. I don't know if I like And this. that means that we would be leading the nation when I mean, it comes to time. This, this charge, is bad the tourist news. industry. Bad it news. It's ridiculous to me, but. I like the change. It's our change of season. That's all we got. I know. Around Halloween, you know, we're going to bump the clocks yep. back. Who's he answering to? I don't know, but I know at 11 p.m. Yeah. on December 31st, we're celebrating New Year's because it'll good. be midnight here. That's right. We'll never fall back. Yeah. That's weird. Yay. And then at 1 a.m. our new time, at 1 a.m. for us, the, rest of the, the ball will drop in New York. Right. I can't stay up that late. Where's the, uh, <laughs> there's a story, God, what was it? What's she connected to, this Jacksonville Democrat? God, what oh, she's a, crazy, right? She made some kind of weird remarks. She made some remarks Racism. about Jews. Yeah, and she made terrible. Some, yeah, we got to yeah. find that story. Yeah, we have. But why is she in the I news? Played. Because she voted? She voted, yeah. Uh, I can't remember. She's a kook. Um, Something to do with a gun bill? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And she's a pastor in Jacksonville. Yes, I guess somebody's right. checked her out some, from some of her sermons. and Blaming the other. You know, I think she said in one of her, her sermons, well, the Jews own everything, Wait. and we'll track it down. Did you leave on Thursday? He did. That no. Was, he was here, right? Yeah, I played yeah, that in the audio file. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did. We Where she said about the Jews? We played that here. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, we totally did. No, we did not. Yeah, because I certainly did. We told not I, about I, the Jews. Yes. No, you played yeah. something else by No, her. it started out with the concentration camps and the Jews. Oh, I don't remember that at yeah. all. I must have been Time picking traveling. my toenails. Or I something. don't know what's happening over there. <laughs> uh, Jim, the president, well, anyway. the Trumpster Jim, is going to California for the very first time as president tomorrow. It'll be his first visit there as, as uh, the head head honcho. He's looking actually at prototypes for his stupid border wall. I mean, for his proposed border wall. Oh, they love him in California. Oh, they don't like him at all. No. Where is he going in California? Uh, well, he's there are go- pockets of re- going to San Diego. Sure. Yeah, okay, Southern California. That's a he's going to San Diego to the military base, the Navy base, I guess. Just and, to look at a wall, a uh, prototype, Jim. It's a prototype. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, yes, no. Then after he leaves San Diego, he goes to Beverly Hills to headline a big ass fundraiser. Prices are two hundred fifty thousand dollars for the attendance. John Birch Society. Who's holding uh, that one? Nah. A quarter of a million dollars, two fifty to get yeah, in. Obama did the get same thing. the door. Thing. The Trump know, administration. Just, ooh, heavy price. They are very tense. The Trump administration and the California, the Golden State, they have a very odd relationship. Very tense. Yeah, they hate one another. Uh, uh, yeah, the Justice Department is suing California over the sanctuary cities thing, and the Democratic Governor Jerry Brown can't stand Trump accusing him of declaring war on California, back and forth all around the block there. Stormy Daniels, the porn star, accused of having a tryst with the president. Um, is it now, a tryst? I guess. What is it? If it's longer than a year, is it a tryst? Yeah, I see. So let me ask tryst you was this. Really shorter. I thought tryst might be a, uh, a week. No. Nah, no. More uh, than once? Could once be a tryst? No, that's a one-night yeah. stand or something. Oh, it's a tryst. A tryst. It's like, you know, Research. A tryst. trio. It has to be at least three. The TR gives it away. T-R-Y-S-T. I have a question about daylight saving. Yeah. So daylight saving time. Now, in the fall, everyone else falls back. We stay where we are. Correct. We're in a new time zone. We have our own time zone. Our, what happens to the people in the western panhandle? Are they now on eastern time zone since they were oh. on central? 
Yeah, that's right. Uh, more questions than answers. Uh-huh. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna call it the F at FST, Florida Standard Time, because we can't be Eastern Standard Fast. Time. Who's behind this? I don't know. The you keep asking, and I don't know the answer. I don't know. Every six well, months, be. somebody's. You know, these Who legislators don't do, do, no. don't do this on their they own. They got no brains for that. The no. lobbyists go to them and say, "Here's what we want." Yeah, yeah. Here's the deal. You don't like having to change your clocks every six months. What's going to happen is every six months you're going to have to adjust to. A different it. schedule for everyone else. Yeah. For Eastern time zone. Okay. For six months, we're in sync with the Eastern time zone. And for six months, we're not. We're on so our own. for all of the things that are time sensitive, yeah. you're going to have to manually adjust for six months out of the year. It's going to be a hell of a lot more mental I've work. I've never seen him this Than losing yeah. one hour of sleep. Well, what am I going to. So what am, I don't call anybody. Af- it's going to affect great, great things. What DVR. Do I have, to worry? have you ever seen him this worked up about anything before in your life? Because no, all, you just look at your you just look at your uh, your your cable schedule. Here's but the deal. Anything that's at eight, yeah, you but have to you watch know, it at nine. When they're advertising something, you have the luxury when it's at Eastern time because oh, it, basically you. that is the standard is Eastern time. Everyone else has to do math. We're going to be four hours ahead of California instead of three. That's weird. For too. only six months of the year, but the other th- six months will be three hours I ahead. Got, I got five possible bets now with me. All right, wait. Here we go. This ha- is more work than it's worth. Jim Stormy Daniel says, "I'll give you back your damn money, hundred thirty thousand dollars in hush money she was paid for the freedom to speak." She said, "I'll pay you back every nickel if I and I'm going to publicly speak about this relationship or what I call a tryst." In a letter to Trump's private attorney. Ugh. Stormy offered to pay back every last dollar in exchange for the ability to release any text messages, any photos, any videotapes. Videotapes. Of the president. Photos. Photos. Tidy whiteies. Or less. (laughs) I'm going to get you. Oh, my God. I hope hope they can pixelate. (laughs) Stormy Daniels uh, offered to wire the money to a Trump bank account by the end of the week today. Her lawyer told NBC, this has never been about the money. It's always been about her being able to tell the truth. Now there's word that uh, Trump's lawyers are going to seek an injunction preventing oh. the Anderson Cooper interview from airing on 60 Minutes. Why? This week. Because they don't want it aired. Mm, why not? Why would they? What do they know about it? Who? Have they seen it? I, I don't know. All I'm saying is they don't want it aired. I don't care what she She's saying. not going to say yeah. anything good about him. Uh, that would be true. Uh, I mean, historically, that is correct. I, I don't know what she's saying. I don't know if Anderson Cooper, you know, what how juicy it is, you know, how much detail he gets into with her. And I don't know what she's able to even say. She has that bodyguards now. She's still under an NDA. So I don't know what she's able to blurt out. So, you know. So what would happen? So she blurts out, then they sue her for violating yep. this particular agreement yeah. up to whatever she has. Uh-huh. That's correct. Her personal appearances. She just in Boca She can make someplace. personal appearances. She can be a pole dancer down in South Florida every damn day. You just watch it. She's not a pole dancer. This she's, is Stormy Daniels yeah, we're talking she's about. She's an actress. Thank uh, you. Okay. I think she went to strip clubs and she might have done a little. Uh, that hoochie. doesn't mean she's pole dancing. She died a hoochie coochie then of some sort. No, it's like a radio promo gig. You're she just shows up. up and you sign some autographs. Yeah, meet your fans, give out some free t shirts. Thank you. Well, they sign her. I don't know what they're signing. Look, a French. What are you fan, talking about? I don't know. What no, are they why? signing exactly? No, why would a random person sign? sign her she signs the random people well, that's you. what i mean she could sign their i don't want to talk about that french fashion designer Givenchy. she's a star oh yeah. well she's something all right that's true superstar she just happens to earn her uh, living her. a different way that's right be a prude god bless mm-hmm. her yeah don't it's all her. good
You know, that's excellent. Uh, French fashion designer Givenchy. Difference doesn't make what she does. I don't care. She's not hurting anybody. That's correct. She should be allowed to say whatever she wants. Should I be allowed to do whatever she wants? Givenchy passed away, Jim, at the age of 91. We mourn the passing. He dressed first ladies. He dressed movie stars, including Jackie Kennedy, for the funeral uh, of JFK. He dressed Audrey Hepburn for breakfast at Tiffany's. He, uh, you know, has a huge... Pinkman, you have any idea the names that she's thrown out? Jackie Kennedy. Givenchy. He knows. Audrey Hepburn. He said his closet is filled with Givenchy. I totally thought it was pronounced Givenchy, though. No. Givenchy. Well, now we know. Yes. Who's Givenchy? Givenchy. Yeah, anyway... He supposed he you passed. Mean the Givenchy guy. He passed away. <laughs> he was ninety-one. Bless his heart. He died. That's sad. The a Church of Hera. Yeah, sort of. And Oliver, Oliver Sholem. That's the one. The Church of mm. Scientology is launching its own TV network. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know yeah, if you yeah, hear yeah. this, but you know the Catholics have their own network. The Mormons have their own network. The Jews have their own network. I don't know if they do or not. But now the Scientologists have their own network. Mm. The Church announced on Twitter yesterday the Scientology network will debut tonight at eight o'clock Eastern. Which means nine o'clock Florida Standard Time. No, I don't know. Uh, the count. Uh, this is a very controversial church, the Scientology, and they say you can catch their programming either if you have Directv, Apple TV, Roku, Fi. You know all of those other things. Um, yeah. Sorry, not interested. Uh, I don't know. It might might give you some info. Tim McGraw's expected. No, I got to- enough info on Scientology. Not interested. Tim McGraw, you know him. Are you interested in him? Tim McGraw, the country star. Yeah, he was in Dublin. He was expected to be okay, Points. but he collapsed on stage there in Ireland. Aww. He, he's McGraw, right? So that's his background, right? He's Irish. The country singer was performing huh. during the C2C, right? McGraw? Is it McGraw Irish? Could be, Mick, Mick something? Could be Scottish. Scott. Could be English. Oh, I thought he was Irish. That's why. Anyway, turns oh, out. He's just there because he yeah, knows he has. doing a concert. He's not there. It's good to be back you know, in the Emerald Isle, yeah. you know, where my. In Dublin. <laughs> he's just there singing <laughs> some country tunes. Country. Yeah, well, I thought he was there to touch base with his roots. But anyway. Was they wearing like a. A, a kilt? <laughs> I don't know what he was wearing. No. Maybe he was wearing some Irish. Oh, like that, a green derby and yeah, I, uh, holding a shillelagh. Maybe. Uh, maybe drinking a bite. I, you're in there. Of Guinness. I don't Tim know. McGraw. Tim McGraw. He's, yeah, he's McGraw. Oh, he's got that leather cowboy hat. I never liked that cowboy All right. Hat. Well, he leather. likes you. Oh, he was performing during a festival uh, over the weekend. Fell to his knees at, just out of the blue. Had just finished singing one of his best songs, Humble and Kind. I and love that song. Faith Hill came rushing onto the stage to explain to the fans that her husband was dehydrated and would be fine. And he had to go to yeah. hospital. Apparently, she went up to the crowd and said, he's not coming back on stage. OJ says he I is. gave the order. Oh. And OJ says, Jimmy didn't do it, but he has a pretty good idea of how he would have done it. There yeah. was that whole Fox not uh, unaired video that aired on Sunday with OJ from 2006. More interested in Tiger Woods winning a tournament than uh, I am OJ. Give me some birthdays. Whoa, Nelly. You're happy, happy birthday to Mitt Romney. Ooh. 71. Mitten. Yeah, 71. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Sure. 71. Kapoya, mm-hmm. kapoya. James Taylor. The balladeer. Pass. It's so cute. Yeah. Sweet baby James. Sweet baby James. Uh, 68. Nope. 72. 70. On the dot right there. 72. Oh, I almost oh. did that. Yes. I passed. Kapoya, kapoya. James Taylor. And Liza with a Z. Liza Minnelli. Pass. Huh? Oh, uh, I don't know. 74. That's not it. 80. No, it's not. How old? 81. 77. 
Uh, no. What'd you say, Pinkman? 74. You get it. 72. <laughs> All right. And that's the Lottie Dog. Just call me Moira. Right, I got five uh, possible bets to make with Pinkman, oh, but five. the first thing right after the uh, break, that bonus round of closest to the pin, will open up the lines right now. Mr. Pinkman will pick one of you at random to play against him. If you win, good fortune for you for the rest of your life. That's the way it works on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From... And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Before we get into that, a little bit of news to separate package bombs have exploded in Austin, Texas in neighborhoods separated by a couple of miles. Uh, the Austin Police Department says they are connected. We'll try to gather a little bit more information on that and present it to you as soon as we can. Time for that bonus round of closest to the pin. Charlie's on the line. He'll play against Pinkman in this bonus round. If Charlie wins, he'll receive that You Matter business card that guarantees him good fortune for the rest of his life. If he loses, Charlie will face 24 hours of bad Look, that's the way it goes. Mr. Pinkman, go to the soundproof booth. Mm, okay. Bring you back hey. in a couple of minutes to determine your handicap. Another thing, that luck keyword that we just gave away, yeah. you know, that's for 4 p.m. Eastern. That's our keyword uh, for people who text it 200-200. You know, when we change now, the keywords are going to be there. I do not like this. Here I, is uh, Charlie. Ready to play, Charlie? Ready. All right, buddy, I've got 10 questions for you. They're connected in some form or fashion, I think. Just try to answer to the best of your ability. Countdown for Charlie, please. In three, two, one, begin. Charlie, Education Secretary Betty DeVos, uh, Betsy DeVos is taking a lot of uh, criticism for her interview on 60 Minutes last night. How old is DeVos? 61. The DeVos family owns the Orlando Magic. Richard DeVos bought the Magic in what year? 1997. What's the net worth of Richard DeVos? $1.2 billion. Talk about worth. What's the population of Fort Worth, Texas? 322,000. The movie called Texas Chainsaw Massacre was released in what year? 1976. Aretha Franklin's song Chain of Fools was released in what year? 1967. How old is Aretha Franklin? 74. Ben Franklin died at what age? 81. In feet, how tall is Big Ben in London? 157 feet. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Aretha Franklin was a crow in Detroit, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Grand Rapids? Uh, 119 miles. Time. All right, there you go. Hold on, Charlie. Mr. Pinkman, here he comes. All right. We set Mr. Pinkman's handicap at 20. We allow him to roll the dice. Whatever number he rolls, we will take off the number from the number 20, and that will be his handicap for this afternoon. Mr. Pinkman, if you will grab the dice. All right. Just the microphone so that we can hear the roll. Anytime you're ready, go ahead. Yeah. What'd you get? Seven. 
All right, okay. 13-second handicap. Are you ready? I thought we adjusted it to be 18 at the start. Oh, we did. Excuse me. You're absolutely correct. So it's plus 11. All right. Sorry about that. My mistake. All good. I have 10 questions for you. Ready? Yes. Here we go. Three, two, one, begin. Pinky Education Secretary Betsy DeVos is taking a lot of criticism for her interview on 60 Minutes last night. How old is DeVos? 63. The DeVos family owns the Orlando Magic. Richard DeVos bought the Magic in what year? 1987. What's the net worth of Richard DeVos? Uh, $3 billion. Talk about uh, worth. What's the population of Fort Worth, Texas? Uh, 35,000. The movie called Texas Chainsaw Massacre was released in what year? 1974. Aretha Franklin's song Chain of Fools was released in what year? That was 1978. How old is Aretha Franklin? She is 75. Ben Franklin died at what age? Uh, 58. In feet, how tall is Big Ben in London? 320. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Aretha Franklin was a crow in Detroit, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Grand Rapids? Uh, 48. Time. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let's take a look at these answers. Yeah, yeah. And I have five possible bets to oh, set up oh, with Mr. Oh, Pinky oh, or anybody else. Can't wait. Uh, how old is Betsy? Do you see that interview on 60 oh, Minutes yes, last night? Hor- absolutely horrid. How old is uh, Betsy DeVos? Charlie said. 61. Pinkman. 63. She's 60. 60 on the dot? Oh, so Charlie gets it. Dang. DeVos. Richard DeVos bought the Orlando Magic. Uh, what's the net? And in what year was that? Uh, Charlie said. Eight, uh, 97. Pinkman. 87. 91. That's Pinkman. What's the net worth of Richard DeVos? Charlie said. 1.2 billion. Pinkman. 3 billion. 5.4 billion. Pinkman. What's the uh, population of Fort Worth, Texas, Charlie said? 322,000. Pinkman. 35,000. 854,000. Oh, boy. It's tied up. The movie called Texas Chainsaw Massacre, released in what year, Charlie said? 76. Pinkman. 74. 74, right on the money. Oh, look at you, Pinky. Aretha Franklin's song, Chain of Fools, released in what year, Charlie said? 67. Pinkman. 78. 68. Dang it. Oh, that's him. How old is Aretha Franklin? Charlie said. 74. Pingman. One up to mid 75. 75, right on the money. Oh, another oh, yeah. one on the top. Ben Franklin died at what age? Charlie said. 81. Pingman. 58. That's 84. Okay. In feet, how tall is Big Ben in London? Charlie said. 157 feet. Pingman. 320. 315. Oh, Pinky again. You're only up so by five close. feet. One, two, three, four, five, six. Pinkman has I'm, seven. And I then know my clock. Charlie, Charlie has, has four. All right, Charlie, got to get this. Within 25. Got to get it within 25 for any kind of hope. If Aretha Franklin was a crow in Detroit, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Grand Rapids? Charlie said. 119 miles. Pinkman said. 48. The answer, 157 miles. You won, Charlie, but not good enough to take the game. It's true. Sorry, Charlie. Bad luck for you for 24 hours. Thanks for playing that bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades. Back on your winning track now. I'm pretty sure I lost every day last week. Police in Texas are investigating two, at least two package explosions separate uh, from one another. And uh, they say they are related. And that's about all the information we have at this point. That makes the third one this month. Two today, but there was another one in March. So uh, we'll bring you uh, any more information that we have on that. Uh, some bets to make. All right, Pinkman. All right. Uh-oh, let's find out. Right have here. Where's my uh, question number one? I mean, uh, bet number one. I will bet you that Democrat Connor Lamb will defeat Republican 
Rick Saccone in tomorrow's congressional race in southwest Pennsylvania. Ooh. Ooh, southwest Pennsylvania. Now, uh, Trump yeah. won that district by 20 points. And he was just campaigning there Saturday. He was. Uh-huh. So you think the Democrat will win I versus do. the GOP candidate in Pennsylvania in that race? I do. I'll make the bet. One Is it a congressional? It's congressional. It's a congressional yeah, race. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Sure, I'll bet. I'll bet a dollar. Okay, for got it. One. Okay, check. I'll bet you one dollar that Virginia, Villanova, Xavier, or Kansas, one of those teams will win the NCAA basketball tournament. They're all number one seeds. <laughs> I'm saying one of those four number one seeds You're saying will win a the number tournament. one seed will be the eventual winner. Yeah. Ooh, good one, Pink Pink. Should I take it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can I call Shot Doctor first? No, you don't want to do that. Okay, no. yeah, one, one dollar. All right, okay, we got Number it. one seed. You have... Will win. You have 60 other teams on your side. Okay. I will bet you one dollar... Yes. ...that Melania Trump, or her spokesman or lawyer, will announce her intention to file for divorce... <gasps> By before the end of this year, December 31st. Oh, my. Her intention. I'm not saying the papers will be filed, but either she or someone that represents her will say, my client intends to file for divorce. I'll go $2 on that one. (laughs) No, $1. Okay. You don't believe it enough to do two dollars. Yeah, if I win, I had to get the $2. Wait. He should, bro. Oh, well, you want odds? Hey, hey. I'll say if you she don't have them now. It's, a, no. yeah, it's already set. It's a if, dollar. Let's just burning your money. <laughs> I will so, bet you one dollar. Okay. That President Trump will not meet with uh, Kim Jong Un of North Korea. Ooh. I don't think he will. Don't. I think he will. Well, then you bet him. One dollar. Yes. And one more. So, Jim V. Pinkman. Trump will not. You're writing meet. all this down, right, Mo? Yeah, I got it. These are good ones. But we're counting on you to also keep it right. And who's on what side? Got it. All right, cool. And I will bet you $1 that the state of Florida does not enact year-round daylight savings time. I don't know if I'm willing to bet against that one. He took over your $5. It's okay. I'm not doing it. All right, so you did the other four, though. All right, I'll bet you $1. Go the other way. That Florida will do. Stop. Wait. You don't want to tell you. All right. Yeah, I don't like that. We're going to scratch that off then, eh? Scratch it off? Yeah. Okay. I think too many people are upset about their TV schedules. They might be right. Yeah. Okay. It just t- is something to get used to. I don't like it. I agree with Jack. It's too, you know, it's come on. Don't mishy mash it around. Go through one day of springing forward. Everyone loves fall back. Can we ever stand up to the tourism industry every once in a while? She's been, we've been crowing about the resort tax for years. Can we just get, take a little bit of that and throw yeah. it to the police and fire and schools? No, can't touch the resort tax. And we got to change our schedule. All for the tourists. Well, that's what they say. It's the tourism industry that's behind this. Yeah, more daylight hours. Yeah. To gallivant at the parks. Yeah. Yeah. More time to go down the water slides, more time to you sure. know, stay at the parks. Uh-huh. Soak up some vitamin D. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> sure. mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? Well, that's four good bets you have there. Add it to the list, Jim. I, I like these. Uh-huh. I like them, too. I'm feeling pretty good about these myself. Sounds like Pinkman's we- not... Opposed to the I mean? Stormy Daniels thing. This is going to turn oh, into somewhere. She's, I mean, number one, she's gone. She's out of there. As soon as uh, Baron 
<clears throat> is on summer vacation. She and Barron are moving back to Trump Tower, if not someplace else. You already have that. <clears throat> I know I do, and I'm confident of that one. But that's Thanksgiving. You said by Mel- Thanksgiving. By Thanksgiving, Melania will be back in New York oh, City she, yeah. and out of the White She'll, House. I wouldn't be surprised for her to be back there by the end of August, if not before. Well, so put Labor Day on. Why? Let, change it. I don't need to change well, it. What do you think? I think by <laughs> by Thanksgiving. Why would I want to lessen it and reduce the odds? Pinkman, press him on this one. You could get this one. Mm. You just said you think it'll, she'll be back there by the time school I said starts. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. No deal. Say no deal. No deal. <sighs> you are a dingus. Seriously, dude. I am not. Like, honest to God. And this Stormy Daniels thing, this thing is going to, I mean, this is this is really going to take off. Oh, it's going to be juicy. Yeah, she's, yes. she's out of there. Now, is the issue an affair from before he was president, or is the issue that campaign money may have been used to pay her off? Oh, the issue is that uh, her husband was was having a tryst. No, no, I meant, like you say, it's a big thing. I what, wasn't four, like, four weeks not or four months after she, she gets birth to, her, to yeah. the son, Baron? Uh-huh. Come on. That's bad form. Come Even on, after Bob. a while, you just say, okay, I don't care what was in the prenup. I mean, some respect. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. Ask not what your country can do for you. And the agony of defeat. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Package bomb explosions in Austin. We're getting more details on that. And the $560 million Powerball winner in New Hampshire can remain anonymous. She does not have to pick up, or he does not have to pick up, the check in person. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Thanks, Jim. That's right. Two deaths now associated with those uh, package bombings in Austin. Um, uh, also, another story that happened overnight was the helicopter crash in New York. Have, did you see any footage on that or hear anything yes. about it? Where are the story? The YouTube video where it looked like they were going to land in the East River and then mm-hmm. went upside down. Yeah, uh, five people. All the pa- the passengers died. The the pilot actually survived. But here's a little uh, uh, audio from what happened up in New York. The helicopter is upside down attached to the tugboat mm-hmm. Roxy Three. We will get more information in a moment. Stand by. So that was the uh, some police scanner activity. Here is Police Commissioner James O'Neill. There were a total of six people on the helicopter, including the pilot. Mm. The National Transportation Safety Board will be conducting an investigation into the crash. I think uh, the pilot, I think, has indicated he thinks that maybe one of the passengers uh, accidentally hit the emergency fuel cutoff switch. Uh-oh. Well, that would... Cause you to go right down the drink, right? I mean, I would suppose not being an avionics or aviation expert. Uh-huh. Why would a fuel cutoff switch be where passengers can get it? Well, she uh-huh. might be up front with the uh, pilot. I don't know, and he. I think he mentioned that maybe her her purse may have hit the switch. Oh, yeah, they're saying they were oh. using it for a photo shoot. The helicopter is owned by Liberty Helicopter Tours, and it was a private charter for a show, uh, photo shoot. Yeah. Nasty. And it said, so it was submerged upside down underwater. You and know what the other problem was? They are so tightly seat belted in there. As we hear here. Oops, whoops. One of the most difficult parts of the operation, we're told, is the five people besides the pilot were all tightly harnessed. So these harnesses had to be cut and removed in order to get these folks 
off of this helicopter, which was upside down at the time and completely submerged. I've never felt safe in a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Been maybe three or four times. My husband wants me I to go one. I just never. Nope. No. I, I, I hate to be a chicken and to go all the way out there and not That's take a great ride. Oh, in Hawaii, you should totally yes. do it. Oh, yeah. Into those valleys where the waterfalls and all the foliage, foliage and all that yep. stuff. Oh, yeah, you got to do it. I'm nervous Mahalo. about it because of just that reason. You know, it's like swooping down here and there. Last time my kids did it, we were we did not go. Um, my kids went with my brother. And hey, you got to go. I'm afraid. Millions of successful flights. Well, tell your husband, look, I'll get in the helicopter if you'll get on the top of the volcano on the bike and ride downhill with me. Yeah, see. There you go. That yeah. helicopter flight in Hawaii would be is safer than your drive from home to work. On I-4. Yes. Probably uh, right. Probably right, but uh-huh. still. Yeah, it makes me a little nervous. You hear about this. There was some crack up. A helicopter cracked up in the Grand Canyon uh, a couple of weeks back. You know, uh, again, a tourist one zinging down, swooping in and out and whatever. I'm like, oh, uh, no, no. Oh, you got TC at the controls. I don't have the guy from no, Magnum. No, I don't. <laughs> He's still there. If I had TC, you had to do something story. after Magnum came to an uh, end. Uh, yeah, I don't have him. Oh, he's so, a great pilot. I guess. Well, he was on the TV, but I don't know what he does now. What do you think he's doing? I don't know. Maybe he's running a dinner theater. How do I know what he's oh, doing? Rick is running the bar. Oh, that's right. TC still got the helicopter. Yeah. Come on. Hello. It is television. It's not reality for them. <gasps> Just saying. How rude. Jim, uh, <laughs> on Friday, <laughs> Governor Rick Scott signed the uh, gun legislation here in the state of Florida. One of the uh, um, lines in that, increasing the age to purchase Semi-automatic uh, rifles from the age of 18 to 21. Any rifle. Any rifle. Any, and also and NRA is saying, whoa. Hold the phone. So they're uh, suing the state of Florida. It is one of the uh, areas where uh, Governor Rick Scott disagrees with President Trump on uh, um, the uh because Trump is now walking back some of the things he said he wanted to do right. for school safety. Uh, I guess it was following NRA meetings. You know, he's kind of changing his mind on, on some of the issues he did discuss. President Trump still talking about arming school teachers. That is not the case in Florida. In Florida, teachers will not be armed, but school personnel may be armed. If they volunteer, they would go through training, mm-hmm. and then some school personnel would be able to be armed in public schools here in the state of Florida. And Governor Rick Scott doesn't believe teachers should be. I still think law enforcement officers should be the ones to protect our schools. I've heard all the arguments for teachers to be armed. And while this bill was significantly changed on this topic, I'm still not persuaded. Yeah, cough up more money to put more cops on campus. Yeah, they won't do that. Yeah. Uh, they say, well, we're going to take a fee, apply a fee to every purchase of a firearm or raise your property tax or whatever the case might be. No, they don't want to do that. You know, armed Lois, the uh, the cafeteria worker with her nine millimeter Sig Sauer, she's going to take care oh, of business. No, no, God. she can't even cook a good pizza. <laughs> I don't think any of them can. No, I don't. well, it's the food that I don't know. They have to they have to work with yeah. what they got. Right, yeah, the ingredients are lacking. It's not mm, their fault. cheap cheese that'll get it's you every time. Cheap cheese, and it's just stuff that stretches. You know that you can really feed hundreds of kids every day. They have to. Go oh, a long way yeah, with that mystery meat. I understand. Meat. I hey, understand. If Lois is a better shot than Carl the janitor, I'd yeah. rather have Lois <laughs> That's right. have the handgun. I'm with you. but And she might be, but it still scares me to think that she has that, you know, under her hairnet. It's like, okay. Well, 
they Lois could have it under her hairnet anywhere outside the school if she's a concealed weapons permit holder. Correct. So, yeah, but that doesn't mean they know what they're doing. No, my, it's easy to, to go out there and take care of business. A guy True. just came in with an AK-47 with Can a 30 shot banana clip mm. and uh, go get him. My friend took a, a concealed weapons class up in Castleberry, mm-hmm. uh, had never really fired a weapon, took the class. At the end, they had to all go by and pull the trigger on a gun that was mounted to a thing. Yeah, you in know, a box. So yeah. it's like, bink. So, and that qualifies them to have it a does. concealed weapon permit. Yep. No, it doesn't. I mean, Can that's I ask not why your friend legally. got a concealed weapons permit? I don't know. But it doesn't matter. You didn't that, ask? Yeah, I did. But that's not really the point of the story. The story oh. is that you get you want to get a concealed weapons permit because you want to feel safer. Why I are imagine. you dodging that question? So all you have to do is a mounted gun on a box, go plink, and you can say, I shot a I can't a weapon. believe knowing you, the way that we know you, that you would say, now why did you do that? Oh, I know why she got it. I'm not at all, you know, that is, what do you say? That is absolutely none of your business. She's going to deal with punks. No. <laughs> That's not to deal with punks. I'm telling Isn't you. Isn't your aggressive husband, she makes her concerned? No, no. Everybody <laughs> loves my Magnum. husband. He is just, he is a lovable he's sweetheart. sweetheart. He's very sweetheart sweet. Of a man. Now you have to think whether I pulled the trigger six or seven times, punk. He's a lover, not a fighter. I'm telling <laughs> you. How many what shots think, are punk? in this clip? I don't how do they give anybody a permit for a concealed weapon when o- the only time you shot at anything is to walk by in a line going clunk? Well, what do you want them to yeah, do? Guess what? When I took mine 25 years ago, yeah. you didn't even have to fire the gun. Well, that's not saying anything good. Mm-hmm. No, it is He's not saying, saying anything good. progress has mm-hmm. been made. I think mm-hmm. you should at least have to fire the gun that you're buying. The, no, but you're not, only, you're not always buying a gun. Yeah. That's true. Uh, just I mean, there's a big difference between and, a uh, 22 and a and a nine millimeter. But the thing is, if the gun is mounted, you don't feel the kick. Correct. And that's part of it. You should. If yeah. you're going to fire a gun, you should know what it feels okay, like. Okay, when you get your motorcycle yeah. license, you have to actually take a class, take a written, and also ride a damn motorcycle f- around the course or whatever. You got to take a motorcycle out. If you get a driver's license, you got to take the car on the road to get a, a gun she's license. Got a concealed weapons permit, and then she's going to go to the gun like range, and she's going to practice no, with she, it. Nobody, She'll no, be she fine. Did. Nope. Did she get one of those uh, brightly colored ones? This was years ago, like and I don't think gun. she shot it yet. What's the point of having it if you can't even well, shoot it? Well, just in case for protection, you know what people say. I just want to be. She got one of those special handbags, you know that she. Can... Oh, I would like one of those actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those are nice looking. The gun bag. Yeah. Yeah, your gun bag. Till your girlfriend see it and die from the side of it. <laughs> I get it. Bada boom, bada bing. Yeah. Sorry, Jackie. Girl, not really. <laughs> that handbag. It's to die for. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Anyway. <laughs> hey, Jim. Yes. When you call someone a racist, that's those are fighting words. There. One would think. But there's someone saying that you should wear that as a badge of honor. Stop it. Yep. Who thinks that's a good idea? Well, this person tells France's National Front, embrace the racist label. I know exactly who it is. Oh, no. Former White House strategist Steve Bannon telling a far-right party in France to embrace that racist label. Let them call you racist. Let them call you xenophobes. Let them call you nativist. Wear it as a badge of honor. A badge of honor. It's a badge of honor to wear a, let's say, a button that says, I'm a racist. Okay, good for you, Steve. Steve Arino. Why don't you just stay there? Mm. Bum. You argue for your country and they call you a racist. But the days of that smear are over. What? 
What's yeah. he talking about? It's, it's a, now it's considered a, a na- smear. To be a, na- uh, a nationalist, nationalist attitude. Being a nationalist does not necessarily mean you're a racist. I'd imagine you could be a racist and a globalist as well. You could be a nativist and be and not be a racist. That's yeah. got some words attached to it. That's some feelings attached to it also. That well, if you want to overgeneralize thing. about what you think people are. You know, it's like saying all ev- evangelicals, uh, you know, that, are yeah. Trump supporters. Well, they're not. Mm-mm. Not anymore. And that's well, like never were not all of them. That's right. like Correct. saying everyone who w- believes assault weapons should be banned is against the Second Amendment. They're not. I'm not. Right. That's right. That's true. Well, Jim, in case you were wondering who might and who might not be running in the 2020 presidential election, I can clear up some of the mystery and some of the doubt. On Saturday, uh, POTUS, President Donald Trump, was speaking at a rally in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, not many people thought, including uh, myself, it was within his first 100 days he held a rally in Melbourne, Florida, on his way to Mar-a-Lago. But it was a rally. It wasn't It wasn't a White House event. This was a political rally, yeah. mm-hmm. seemingly to be, well, if you're holding a rally, it's going to be for your next election. However, here he is announcing that he will be running again in 2020 in case anyone thought he might be one and done. But our new slogan, when we start running in, can you believe it, two years from now, is going to be, keep America great, exclamation point, keep America great. This guy a chucklehead or what? Wow. I mean, I, I'm sorry. So I'll tell you, you know, you know, I gotta call the program director. Come on, the guy's a, you know, he's a butter cube and a chucklehead. A butter cube. Yeah, just look at him. Imagine <laughs> oh. him running around chasing Stormy Daniels in his tidy whiteies. Yeah, anyway. uh, now Could you, you just... scarred me. Now, now I'm getting kind of. Cr- I have to go take a. Well, wash he's my got hands. like a 46 inch waist. I have to wash my hands now. I feel dirty. Well, we now. don't know who is going to be running against him either. Uh, you know, in the <laughs> national election or right. in the primary, because I believe. Jeff Flake is oh, thinking Jeff about told- it. Ben Sass is thinking about it. Yeah. Jeff Flake kind of alluded to this he during did. Meet the Press yesterday. Yep. He did. But here is uh, President Trump thinking who he might have the opportunity to run against in the national election. Oh, I'd love Oprah to win. I'd love to beat Oprah. I know her weakness. Oh, yeah, that's no, that. no, I know her weakness. Yeah, what is that? Uh, I don't know. What I is was going to say she's a lesbian. <laughs> no. Why isn't she married? <laughs> yeah. Stedman, gay. I thought that, you know, her weakness is bread. I love well, bread. Right. I love bread. Yeah. I thought he was going to go no, there. No, right? he'd, he'll throw, he'd throw out the lesbian thing. Yeah. But he also, he yeah, mentioned Oprah. He mentioned a bunch of candidates, yeah. and he also uh, you uh, said Pocahontas oh, in a pejorative yeah. matter against uh, Senator, Senator Elizabeth Warren. She, on the other hand, had something to say about that. Of course. Every time President Trump wants to try to throw out some kind of racial slur, he wants to try to attack me, I'm going to use it as a chance to lift up their stories. So trying to turn something positive out of a negative, but she also goes on to talk about the 2020 as far as her name is concerned. I am not running for president in 2020. They all say that now. Chuck Todd, a son of a bitch. Who did? Donald Trump. Oh. Sleepy eyed Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd, that son of a bitch he called <laughs> so. out. And it's like, yeah. this is your precedent. Well, again, he was calling out the media. He's crass. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. He likes uh, Kim Jong un better than he likes the media. 
I think he made a comment like that. He'd rather, you know, he had nothing but bad things to say about the press. Well, free press, but let's, lo- he loves that. Let's Kim leave that fellow. there because there is news involving John Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah, I know. The <laughs> Over the week. Yeah. What happened with Bon Jovi? John Bon Jovi received the iHeartRadio Icon Award at last night's iHeartRadio Awards 2018. Mm-hmm. I was watching him, and Very I did tweet because it's a sighting, so I know Mo at one time I thought, right back, thought he passed. Yeah, I know. Thought he passed, but he didn't. I fell he's victim a, to an internet hoax. Just alive, so you know. He's alive and well, and it's he so received cute. the iHeartRadio Award Icon Award for 2018. And I want to thank the three and a half decades... Of fans that have been listening to Bon Jovi songs. There you go. Yeah, Ooh. I thought he was John Bon Jovi me. for confirming yeah. that he's still alive. <laughs> I don't know. So congratulations to John Bon Jovi. Uh, let's see. We have this, Jim. I know you mentioned you weren't interested in, but there's something really intriguing about this um, O.J. Simpson hypothetical confession. Um, done 10, 11 years ago yeah. in an interview recently aired, and he's talking about if he would have done it. He is knows there, how he would have done is it. Is yes. there anyone who believes he didn't commit this crime at this point? Because yes. there are. The jurors now, did. If you, well, at the time, I, I believe they may have felt maybe the case wasn't made that I'm wondering at this point, and even after hearing this, can you listen to this and believe that this is an innocent man mm-hmm. theorizing what it would have been like had he been guilty? Here's OJ. Things got heated. Uh, I just remember Nicole fell and hurt herself. And uh, this guy kind of got into a karate thing. And I said, well, you think you can kick my ass? And I remember I grabbed a knife. I do remember that portion, taking a knife from Charlie. And to be honest, after that, I don't remember. Except I'm standing there and there's all kind of stuff around. And um, what? Um, what kind of stuff? Blood and stuff around. You know, we, you know, I hate to say this, but this is hypothetical. That's not funny. Is he laughing or crying? Wow, he was he laughing. A sociopath? What is his problem? He was laughing. So how could he? Uh, so it's a hypothetical, but he says. I remember Nicole falling. Well, I remember going for the knife. I remember blood everywhere. Yeah, wow. I you do. Oh, he's talking in the character of somebody who, I mean. Uh, yeah, whatever. unlikely. Anyway, so Jim, Stop finally. so much attention. Mm-hmm. Finally, something. You know, I was hoping, I was hoping this would have happened yesterday, but it didn't. And actually, I'm glad so I can witness firsthand when it does happen and I win the dollar. Are you serious? Are you serious? There's a little of that old tiger tiger magic. Oh, yeah, the TV networks, they get a boner every time he plays You better believe it. Of course he does. He draws a crowd. There's no question about that. They they never mention that he's a bum. Uh, It's the only time I had interest in watching golf. Wait, that was your first They never mentioned him. By the way, remember, he's making a great comeback after he drove his car into that fire hydrant and his wife chased him with a nine iron. No, he doesn't mention him. Or was it a seven iron? We can't remember. Of course not. Mm -mm. Jack's going to his first Bay Hill next week. Good for you. That'll be fun. Is it next week? This This weekend. This This weekend. Okay. Absolutely. Uh Actually, it starts today, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. No. Anyway, that was a 44. Regulation play, I think, is Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. 
44-foot birdie putt to stay alive on 17. He finished in second, tied for second. However, Bay Hill, he's or the Arnold Palmer Invitational, eight-time winner. Yeah. So this Sunday, he'll secure his ninth victory. I secure a dollar from Jim on Monday. It'll be a beautiful thing, Wait. right, Tiger? I was I was close. You know, um, I had I had a chance today. Um, unfortunately, I just didn't quite feel as sharp as I needed to with my iron, so I was playing a little conservative because of it. Save yeah. it for next week, buddy. I'm showing up. I'm going to wear my Perkins cap. Oh. Thank you, Jack. Good job. <laughs> You'll go crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A rock climbing gym in Minnesota is now serving beer. At last, a way to get C-Lane to go to the gym. Next, some Brits are upset after a stationary shop sold Mother's Day cards that replace Mum with Mom. Oi. How am I supposed to show me Mum I love her when this card calls her Mom it does? Finally, since 1950 it's been illegal to die on Longyear by an island in Norway because it's too cold and bodies don't decompose. Oh yeah old Smorgy Thornbornson has been frozen for the past 60 years. Looks as young as the day he died I tell ya. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. At Real Radio 1041 on Twitter. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From... Anybody watch Betsy DeVos last night on 60 Minutes? I saw it this morning. I oh, see it last night. She, she looked like a deer in the headlights, actually. Yeah, this is what, this is what you get when, uh, you know, you pick cabinet secretaries because they, the family, DeVos family, donated so much money to the campaign. She's taking ambassadorship. She's got a thing, though, for uh, public schools. Oh, she has a like hard a lot of Republicans yeah, yeah, do. They, they, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. want to just, they want to, an end to it. So you should go to a Christian school or something. I mean, isn't she a big proponent of? And Leslie Stahl says that we haven't been to one of these bad schools in Detroit. Oh uh, no. Uh, no, 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 no. Well, maybe that, maybe that would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, maybe it would. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, now that you mention it, maybe the yeah, I, I think I can do that. Let me see if I can. She said, "Do you think um, Michigan schools?" Now she was in charge of the Michigan education, you know, for a really long time. She, are they getting any better? She said, uh, I, I don't know. I have no way of knowing that. And, and, and Leslie Stahl said, but they're, they're getting worse. And, and Betsy DeVos had no actual conception of what was happening in her own home state. Yeah, it was one of them. Let me check into that. <clears throat> Number one at the box office gym, Black Panther. Have you seen it? No. Black Panther, I number to. one at Good the box movie. office. But I know it's still packed, and I don't like packed mm-hmm. movie theaters. They sold another $41 million this weekend of I tickets. don't want anybody within 20 feet of me. Uh-huh. Well, you get that lounge seat. You're no, you're still close to people. Oh, my God. Well, you are. All right, fine. Number two was A Wrinkle in Time. Saw it. Yeah, I know. What do you think? I what like is, it. I, don't, I know nothing about Tell me I about like this it. movie. We have no Monday movie review, so what was it about? Well, I, I know that the boys both saw it. 
and shared their reviews. Uh, mine is a lot closer to Michael's than it is Douglas. Uh, but it's a, it's a good movie for you can take your family. I think it's got great messages in it. Um, uh, you know, that was Oprah. Oprah was good. Oprah was good in it. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, Mindy Kaling in it, Chris Pine. Um, it's a film or animated? It's what film. It? Oh no, it's a film. The film. Yeah. Um, and but it's got the messaging is great. Whether it's on you, you know a, a, a personal level or a societal a societal level, it's just uh, it, I just think well done. Nice positive flick. Bring the family. Father daughter dance day. Go to that. Screw the father-daughter dance. I never went to one of those. You but never the, went to a father-daughter dance? No. Because you don't dance? Uh, no, because I never saw one advertised. Mm. The only time I ever saw anything about a father-daughter dance were pictures after it already happened. But maybe wow. your daughters knew you didn't like to dance, so they said, no. Yeah, they didn't ask. Eh, whatever. I'll get over it. Will oh. you? Maybe. You seem hurt. Anyway. Now I'm sad. Anyway, my wife absolutely loved this movie, Wrinkle in Time. Well, she's a positive, uh, she likes that she positive is. stuff. It is, and I think it's, you know. I mean, I like the miserable stuff, but anyway. Yeah, you and Doug. <laughs> I know, I, I, don't think you, I don't think this movie is for you. I think Doug said he only gave it one triangle. Oh, really? And he yeah. also said it combines the worst of everything he feels about movies yeah. in one place. Yeah. Meaning what? I don't know. He, he can explain that next week. Well, but see him, yeah. I think it was a good message. I think it was visually very cool to look at. Mm-hmm. But All right. I think All it's right, worth so- it. If you, it's great. I wish my daughters were there. Actually, my wife and I saw it, but I was like, man, that would have been a good one for the girls. A lot of the movies that you know, the, in the, the the amount of time that it makes it from the theater now to on demand is shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coco's now on demand, uh, The Darkest Hour on demand. Is it? What's yeah. the other one about the, uh, what's her name? Dunkirk. Dunkirk is on demand. Uh, um, Lady Bird. Lady Bird is on demand. Yeah. I tried to find Lady well, Bird in the theater this weekend. I couldn't find it. Anymore. A lot stay in the theater artificially longer when they are Oscar contenders. Correct. And then once the Oscars happen, then they all on demand. And because that's a second push like you'd say oh i saw it was nominated now it's on demand right. i'm gonna see it so they know it's a hot time for those movies right now i saw the darkest hour a second time because my wife hadn't seen it so i enjoyed it and i say i'll go through it again i enjoyed it more i think the second time because you catch things the second time oh, i forgot about that or maybe mm-hmm. i was taking a pee i don't know were you telling her <laughs> about what you you know were you talking during the presentation of this movie at home what do you mean were you saying oh when i saw it i up, up, up. i forgot oh i, I, look know, at I didn't that. say anything i didn't oh. say anything you know, I'd say, hey, wait, this, this, this is a great, great scene here, coming yeah. up. I love this part. Yeah. No, I never do that. Catherine, don't miss this. No, 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 I don't do that. By the way, uh, with the uh, Thanks to Movie Pass over the past month, I've seen over 10 movies. I now post my reviews on my Twitter feed at Yankee Jack. It's my 280 movie review because it has to be 200 char- 280 characters or less. Right. So my 280 movie reviews at, at Yankee Jack on Twitter. And if you go to the Real Radio or Phillips Fall Twitter feed, you'll see the prizes we have available for today on the show. So I'm reading this story in the uh, in the newspaper yesterday. It's a story essentially about a person who was interested in those individuals out there that push. They have some kind of secret or they have some kind of potion or they got a pill or they got a lifestyle where if you follow uh, my advice, uh, you know, our advice, you can live to be well over 100. 
And so, so this uh, the author of this piece said, I'm going to start checking on these people who over the years said they had the the secret to living to 120, uh-huh. 130, and in good health. And uh, they started checking on all these individuals, and they're all dying at 56 and 69. I think maybe, the, maybe that was the top age for any one of these people who said, oh, I've got it solved. I know exactly what you need to do. To uh, to live a long and a long, long, long and very, very healthy life, and what? they're all they're all kicking, What's you know, trick? before they're seventy years old. And then there was part of the story the Dick Cavett show. Dick Cavett used to be a talk show host in the basically in the late afternoon on uh, network TV before there was cable and this and that. A great interviewer, still alive, writes for various publications. But there was an individual by the name of J I. J.I. Rodale, who I believe was a book publisher, among other things, but he believed that, uh, I don't know whether he had, well, somewhere along the line, I think he claimed he had a secret to living one of these long lives. Uh So he appears on Cavett's show and actually told Cavett, uh, I plan to live to be 100. And uh, Cavett's looking at him, and uh, the story goes, there's no tape of this. It never aired. Uh, so J.I. Rodale starts snoring, and the story goes, Dick Cavett asked him, mm, are we boring you? <laughs> and what it was was that J.I. Rodale was having a heart attack at the time and died. He died on the set. This individual said, I got the secret. Let me tell you, I got the secret. I got the plan to live to be 100. And all of a sudden, boom, dead. Uh, Dick Cavett can't remember whether he actually said, uh, are we boring you? But that's the... The way that the uh, story is being uh, being told. Can you imagine? I think God didn't want that secret out. <laughs> he was like, no. <laughs> this is how Stop you live him. to be out. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. It could be traumatic for anybody. Especially if you actually said, are we boring? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, I bored him to death. Hey, watch that. I've heard that. Just, about- <laughs> I've heard that. Mark that. Yeah. Stop with the tweets. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From the... Oh, yeah. What? You don't even know. I can make your hands clap. Alright, Mo, settle down. Clap. You're gonna be at a rave next? It's one of my favorites. <laughs> Horse rave. One of my favorites. What's the deal you're going on with this uh, Orangewood Christian school? That's what I want to know. I look really like to know why, if if not the uh, law enforcement agencies are not involved with this. Story broke uh, what a month, month and a half ago. About how it's uh, the chief, uh, the head pastor at Orangewood Church, mm-hmm. it's a Presbyterian church in Maitland, is accused of harassing, emotionally abusing a former intern in '98. It's part of an ongoing investigation by the church. Um, they're being investigated by Grace. Now, Grace is this is described as an independent organization that investigates claims of abuse in religious institutions. To con- why not call the cops? I I don't understand why. No, the school's taking care of it, Jim. Oh, I see. 
That's what they say. Grace. Yeah, that outside. Yeah. All right. A, a possible crime may have been a possible crime. Yeah. May have been committed here, and you're not calling in law enforcement. No, they're going to law enforcement. Uh, you can have your separate investigation with Grace, but we're investigating you for possible criminal activity now in the paper. Over the weekend, there's another story. The headline is three accused former Orangewood coach of abuse amid investigation of church and schools past. They're talking about this uh, Tim Maines, who coached basketball and cross country. Mm-hmm. And a couple of the students who are now in their upper 30s have come forward, at least one of them in the, in the upper 30s, come forward and says uh, he was abused by this guy when he was 15. Right. And a couple of others, some who identify themselves, some who say, I'd, write, I'd like my identity to remain secret. Including one who said, uh, I don't know if he was going to a weightlifting, whatever, or some kind of athletic contest, and shared a room with the coach. Now, I don't understand that, but maybe it was the, maybe it was the Times. I would dare say, if I was playing Little League ball back in the uh-huh. and uh, and we were going to go on a road trip, which Little League teams did not do at that time, but let's say they did, and uh, the, <clears throat> the idea that... They would share a room with the coach. I would imagine my parents probably, well, okay, that's, whatever. It just wasn't It wasn't top of mind right? like it is now. Oh, it just I wasn't. Mm. But these these men who claim to be abused by this, uh, by this coach at the time, you can imagine, you know, you're 14, 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, and uh, all of a sudden, you're awakened at mid-morning because uh, this coach is uh, engaging in oral sex. You know, just... Yipes. You know, you're not going to go to your buddies and say, hey, guess what happened uh, to me in uh, in the room at 3 o'clock in the morning? You're just not going to. And uh, so anyway, they uh, they somewhere along the line, I think this uh, one of the one, one of the young men at the time, went and complained, and uh, and uh, because the coach was saying it was just a massage, it was just a massage, and then when they went to the when, then when they went to the uh, administration, they claimed the same thing. And in one case, the coach says, "You're not right with God. You got to get right with God." To the boy, yeah, to the boy. You're not right with God. That's the guilt trip. That's the whatever. You're 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, and an adult at a religious school says you're not right with God. Man, they're working that guilt trip to the max, aren't they? This uh, coach also followed boys into the shower and watched them shower. And I don't remember Coach Kerchak doing that at Pleasantville Junior High. Maybe he did. I don't remember. I don't oh, know. boy. But anyway, this, uh, this Tim Maines, who was let go by the school with no notification to the parents, I believe, at the time, why he was being let go. Nope. He could not be reached for comment. It says here less than a decade after he left Orangewood in 2003, he was accused of lewd and lascivious molestation of a boy in an unrelated case. He pleaded no contest. He's now a registered sex offender. But don't worry about anything. Massage. Because they've called in Grace. Whatever the hell Grace is. Oh, the the independent investigation. Mm -hmm. Yes, whatever. Hey, we're going to pay you some money to come and investigate whether we did anything wrong. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Nope. I'd almost bet a dollar when this investigation is over with in a couple of minutes, they'll clear Orangewood, either the church or the school. Well, they're not guilty. They didn't know. You know how they, the whitewashing and this, that, whatever. You got to come clean on this kind of stuff. Otherwise, 
parents who are at least considering sending their children to a Christian school, you know, that that's that that's your business, not of mine. But any school you would do, you, you'd want to send your kids to, wouldn't you want some kind of, well, exactly what the hell happened yeah. and what is going on at the school and tell me why I should I should send my kid to the school when you never essentially appear, has never told the truth in the first place. Do you think that parents would have sent their kids to this school? Maybe they would have. I don't know. If you had told prospective parents that the coach had to be kicked or fired at, fired from the school because of allegations of sexual molestation or sexual abuse? No. Nope. Whatever. They would But don't worry, we have Grace. Grace is investigating. My question is, is anybody else investigating? Somebody said that uh, three law enforcement agencies, the Maitland Police Department, the Orange County Sheriff's Department, and Seminole County Sheriff's Office have been contacted by the church, though this individual maybe is a spokesman for the for Orangewood, said he didn't say when. It says here in this uh, report by the uh, Orlando Sentinel, the three victims who spoke to the Sentinel have not been in contact with authorities. Uh-huh. Now, maybe the authorities say, we can't do anything until we're contacted by people who claim they're the victim of a crime. Yeah, you're not right with God. This is your fault. This is your problem. That's standard operating procedure by pervs who molest kids, especially in a, in a, in a religious environment. Well, you know, it's really all your fault. You're not right with God. If you were right with God, you would think this is okay. Fine. It's simply a massage. We call, call it an oral massage. Ew, ew, ew. All right. We're good. I mean... What, what do you think a kid would do if you can think back to when you were that age? Yeah. You're not going to run to your buddies and say, because at a certain point, I don't know if you do it today. Because oh, no. you, know, you, no, know you, you know how kids are, and certainly boys, generally speaking. Right. You know, all of a sudden, oh, what are you, you know, they pull out, oh, what are you, a homo? What are you, gay? You know, they do all of that kind of stuff. So you're not going to say anything. Probably not going to go to your parents. No, there's shame. I of mean, course, and guilt. Why? Because. They built it. It's built into the cake because the person who's molesting you said, oh, it's all your fault. You're not right with God, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden you're saying to yourself because you don't know any better because you're just a, you know, a little kid. You say, well, maybe I'm not right with God, you know, so I'm not going to say anything. This is a rip. I don't understand why you shared a hotel room with the guy in the first place. Well, it may have been. It's different times. I mean, I think a lot that came because of the sexual abuse within the Catholic Church and other religious institutions and other churches. I think a lot of this stuff has come to light within the past 20 years, certainly. Yeah. And nowadays, you know, parents are saying, I don't think so. That's not happening. But maybe 20 years ago, so oh, it's the coach. Everybody else is the coach. So no, not a problem here. We haven't heard anything about the coach. Nobody's warning us about the coach. Right. Nobody knows a thing about the coach. The coach seems to love all the kids. Yeah, 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 and share a room. What do we care? And right. before you know it, uh, you know, the coach is under the sheets with this kid. Yep. The kid said he was jolted out of his sleep. Yeah. By this coach. Who, who was... Uh, In the middle of the night, he said he was jolted from his sleep yeah. by Maines, who was performing oral sex on him. Aye, aye, aye. Quote, he claimed he was massaging me, getting ready for the race the next day. Just massaging you? 
Hands off, bub. Well, I've been, you know, I did triathlons when I was younger, and I never got that kind of massage. <laughs> Before got, or after. You never got ready for the race that way, did <laughs> Catherine, you? Catherine, I need to get ready for this triathlon. Good luck. Oh Here, here's some new sneakers, pal. Have a nice day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh boy. I didn't even think about that. So. Maybe you would have beat your age group. You Maybe. Don't you don't know. It's always in the middle of the pack. Maybe it's always in the middle of the I pack. Know, and I never, said. you know. Yeah. Damn. Better than the back of the pack. Yeah, I was in there as well sometimes. <laughs> well. Weren't you the 17th fastest runner? All right, let's not There's go. There's the 17th fastest oh, quarter half miler in Dade County. Mm-hmm. Well, facts are facts, Mo. I just want to ascertain them. Thank you very much, Jack, for bringing that up. Oh, brother. He said... Uh, Lead he a was, foot. Yeah. So Lead I guess this, this one kid goes to the administration. He said he was just massaging you. Massaging? He said, I had to go to every day to school. It was humiliating because you don't want to tell your guy friends about that. And that's certainly right. So anyway, we'll wait and see what the next chapter is when it comes to Orangewood Christian It's right down the street from our studio. It's right over the highway. You know where it is? It's right over the highway. You got this head pastor, no pun intended, this uh, Jeff Jakes. He's on on paid leave. Isn't that a sweet deal? Uh Uh-huh. He did something. Much oh, he's the one. Well. He's the one. You know, after they, after they, after all this stuff was, hey, here's what we got on you. He went before the flock and apologized. and said, "I'm really, I'm trying. Oh, my yeah. God forgives me. I'm asking for uh-huh. you for forgiveness. I need to get rid. You know, I need to ask. Yeah, the only reason you're for, you're asking for forgiveness, bub, is you got caught in the first place. But not of sexual. You never things. would. You never would have stood up and said, "I got to say something to the flock that nobody knows about." The blah 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 blah. The only reason you did that is to save your ass. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Want to play a game? Call now for Closest to the Pin, 407-916-1041. From... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is Closest to the Pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Just thinking about, uh, as we get into Closest to the Pin, the regular round, if you were making an appointment with Orangewood Christian School after uh, reading this latest report, you know, if you sat down with them and said, you know, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, maybe signing my kids up uh, at the school, but tell us about this uh, Tim Maines and tell us about this Jeff Jakes before we Oops. make a final decision. Yeah. Would you mind explaining that to me first? Hmm? All right, time for that regular round of closest to the pin. I'm playing against Steve. Dan is the backup. I'll head to the soundproof booth. Cool. All right, Mr. Pinkman, talk about the prize. We have a pair of tickets to the Daytona 200, America's most historic motorcycle road race, this Saturday the 17th at Daytona Ooh. International Speedway. Tickets are available now. You can call 1-800-PIT-SHOP or visit DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com for more info. Thank you very much, Mr. Pinkman. Gosh. Steve Arino. Welcome Yo. to the program. Ready to play? Yes, I am. A category submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. Roaring in like a lion. They say that about March. So this is facts and figures related to lions in reference to the month of March. Okay? Yeah, you got it. Roaring in like a lion. Facts and figures related to lions. Steve, here we go in three, two, one. 
In what year did the Hollywood film studio Metro Goldwyn Mayer or MGM adopt a lion as its mascot? 1940. Speaking of the movies, when was The Lion King released? 1998. The NFL's Lions were founded in Portsmouth, Ohio. In what year did they move to Detroit? 1945. Before Hard Knocks, George Plimpton gave us an average Joe look into an NFL training camp in his book, Paper Lion, first published in this year. 1992. Another bestseller told the story George and Joy Adamson as they tended to Elsa, the lioness, in Kenya. It was put on the silver screen in this year. 1945. Time. All right. Put you on hold there, Steve. Bring Jim back in. Moyer's waving him in. Hello. Hello. Like she's doing some cardio routine at the gym. Oh, bro, check it out. That's yeah? What do you for got? PPT later today. Mm-hmm. Giving away a pair of Universal tickets, baby. Woo! All the kids love theme park tickets. That's what I've always nice. said. You went over the weekend, didn't you there, Pinky? Oh, yeah. All right. It's always Great. a good time. Good weather. Good time of year for this. Agreed. I'm looking forward to the weather on Friday. I'll be out of Bay Hill. You know my stomping grounds. <laughs> Hello, Jim. Welcome back. Uh, Hello. Ready Hello. to play? Hey, Hill, when's the last time you were at a golf course? Uh, when's the last time we did a golf charity Pat event Clark with Pat thing? Clark? Oh, about 10 years ago. <laughs> that was about it. I drive by one daily. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Cool. We're, Winter Springs Golf Club. Wear comfortable shoes. I was wondering what shoes to wear. I, actually, I was wondering about my dress for this event. Shorts? Oh, I think they I was going with slacks. No, I think no, they frown on shorts. shorts. No oh, shorts. I'm glad. <laughs> no, I think shorts. I'm... Nude. Comfortable shoes. Breathable shirt. I think they frown on shorts. Actually, I was going really, with really? slacks and a, a like a uh, golf shirt. A, a, my uh, yeah. no shorts. You can't uh, wear shorts. I don't know what the I don't know what the rules of the club are, but I bet there, there are some clubs that don't allow you to wear shorts to play golf. No, I'm t- think... he's a spectator. He's yeah, not know, playing unless think... he's in a pro am. <laughs> I think they make you. I don't know. I didn't know if there was a dress code, but I don't think you can look there's like no a dress schlepper. code for I don't think that you can't look like a schlepper. Yeah, I'm not I'll looking like a schlepper. dollars. There's no dress code I'm for Bay Hill. I'm not anything, but I don't think that you know there are clubs that want you to spiff it up a little. I'm not saying about playing. I'm saying going watching a damn tournament. Where my I echoes. see those. No, you can't wear. Flip-flops. I see those schlubs on TV all the time. No, you can't wear flip flops. Maybe and look I don't like know. Sh- but you can wear shorts. Schlepper. You don't have to wear pants. It's, oh, I'm wearing slacks. But is it all right to yell "you to man" when he swings? No, that is totally inappropriate. How about get in the hole? Even I wouldn't do that now. Get in the hole! See what I mean? Yeah, don't change it around on me. We're shorts. You're going to be uncomfortable. Mm -mm. You're going to get a sweaty butt. Okay. Sweaty butt. Oh, God. Roaring in like a lion, Jim. It's the month of March. Yeah. And we have a category from Brad. Facts and figures related to lions. In reference to the month of March. All right. Roaring in like a lion. You ready to go? Sure. Going to reset the clock for you. Begin in three, two, one. In what year did the Hollywood film studio Metro Goldwyn Mayer or MGM adopt a lion as its mascot? 1936. Speaking of the movies, when was The Lion King released? 19 No, 2000. The NFL's Lions were founded in Portsmouth, Ohio. In what year did they move to Detroit? Oh, they moved to Detroit 1951. Before Hard Knocks, George Plimpton gave us an average Joe look into an NFL training camp in his book Paper Lion, first published in this year. 1966. 
Another bestseller told the story, George and Joy Adamson, as they tended to Elsa, the lioness in Kenya. It was put on the silver screen in this year. 1976. Okay, then. Born free. Sorry. Brings out the... Jim, I'm adding five seconds to your time as your handicap. All right. Okay. Five seconds added. Now your time is adjusted to go against Steve. Thanks to Brad for the category. Good luck, Steve. Thanks, Brad. MGM, they have a lion. Leo the lion is the most famous with the longest run. He went from 1957 to present, but it actually started earlier. What year did MGM start using a lion as its mascot? Steve said. 1940. And Jim. 36. 1917, Jim gets the point. 17. Yeah. Yeah. Two musical Oscars for best song and best score for The Lion King. One was the movie release, Steve said. 98. Jim? 2000. 94. Ah. Steve ties the game. Oops. The NFL Lions moved to Detroit in what year? They were were purchased in the Depression-era bargain for, oh my, under $8,000. What? (laughs) Yeah, back back in this year. And what was it? Steve said. 45. Jim. 51. 34. Damn. Steve gets a point. He's up two to one. Yeah, under eight grand they were bought. George Plimpton wrote a book called Paper Lion, later adapted for the screen starring Alan Alda. Yeah. What year was the book released, Steve said? 92. Jim. 66. On the money, 66. Ah! Does that catapult Jim into the lead, Mo? It does. It does. By one. It does. Good luck, Steve. Good Another luck. bestseller told the story of George and Joy Adamson as they tended to Elsa, Ugh. a lioness in Kenya. Uh-huh. It was put on the silver screen in what year, winning two Oscars? Tear jerker, wasn't it? Steve a... said. 45. <gasps> Jim. 76. 1966. Jim is closer. closer. Jim wins the game. Oh, I'm so sorry, Steve, but you know, as they say all across oh. the nation. I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will whoop him. I can't lose. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Pin, pin. I win. Pin. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Hey, what are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? How you doing? How you doing? You got to do what you got to do. Look at this. Hey. Bob the bull. If I wear shorts, what my footwear be? Sneaker shoes. Athletic shoes, sneakers, snow whatever. Shoes? Did you say snowshoes? Tennis shoes. Oh. Snowshoes would be awesome. Being inappropriate. Tennis shoes. Tennis shoes. It's a bit odd to wear to a golf course. Shouldn't I wear golf shoes? Oh, no, then you're a poser. Yeah, what, are you going to walk around with a putter? With cleats. Yeah. What? What's up, my fellow golfers? You borrow one of my visors. <laughs> oh, see. <laughs> it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Get a check out the news right now. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. It is being reported that one Australian tribe used to grab each other's penises as a greeting. Boy, good day, mate. How's ya, father? Next, a guy was pulled over for speeding just 10 minutes after he purchased a brand new Porsche. His car has been impounded for 30 days. Ha ha ha. Loser. Finally, a woman is in some more trouble after trying to order a hit on her husband from jail. That really doesn't help her with her initial case she's dealing with right now. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. Go there to check out Russell Crowe's divorce auction and tell us what we should buy at realradio.fm. And transmission.
Well, on that uplifting note, talk about Orangewood <laughs> Christian School. Uh, of course, the disappointing loss by the Lions. Orlando Peter City Mike. variety. That was a heart, heartbreaker. Because we tied it up, and then with 10 minutes left, they went down 2-1, and that was the end of that. They had a lot of opportunities. Yeah, they, they did. Last they were, 15 minutes, they, they were, were pouring a lot. On. Yeah. But uh, so it uh, goes. That's the beautiful game. See, what else do we... Oh, let me look at the list of what you guys... We talked about Orangewood Christian School. We talked about uh, Betsy DeVos and that horrid interview with Leslie Stahl on 60 Minutes last night. It was horrendous. Pinkman was profiled a couple times over the story. Yeah, profiled. He says he was uh, profiled. What happened to you? Hang up the phone. You're doing a show. Who are you talking to? Your fiance? I don't know. No, some woman that's a huge fan. He doesn't like to refer to his... No. His, I don't use French. his future wife is fiance. I don't right? use That's French true. words. I call croissants moonbread. A little bit too elite <laughs> for him. Yeah, <laughs> shaped like a moon. Get it? Well, how do you? What, when that you was introduce, funny. When you introduce, <laughs> uh, what do you say? This is my. Moonbread companion. Companion. Yeah, moon that's bread. weird. No, that's, I'm just kidding. That sounds I like don't a seeing eye dog. I exactly. Still, I still say girlfriend. Betrothed. That's a good one. Isn't that when you're already married? This is I my, don't know. No. No, engaged. engaged. We're betrothed to be married. I'll go with fiance over yeah. betrothed. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'd still say. May girlfriend. I introduce my betrothed? This <laughs> my is intended. the woman who I'm. I could say my intended. I don't like that either. All right, forget my intended. That's your intended. Yeah, it's very proper. It is, but it's better than full, 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 full. croissant or whatever you're going to call it. Moonbread. Her. Hello. Right. Yeah. So anyway, you were profiled. You claim yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. How? By two different ride-sharing drivers. The second I got into the car, they would actively change the radio station to country music. You wearing a cowboy hat? No. Spurs? No. Chaps? No, no chaps either. Were both the drivers listening to something else before you got in? Yes. What were they listening to prior? The yeah. first one was hip-hop. The second guy was on, I believe, rumba. Let me... Okay. Okay. Were See, both of these drivers of... Uh, minority uh, status, yes. so to speak? Yes. What? So a guy listening to hip-hop sees you, you get in the car, he changes it to country. Yes. You say, what'd you do that for? No, I just sat there and I was like, did uh, I just get profiled? What you said, dude, are you I profiling like me? I channel better. Don't yeah. profile me, bro. Could you say I like that other station better? I could have. I was still kind of in shock about it, and I had to tweet about it before I forgot. I knew it. I knew it. The social media component delayed any reaction in and the moment. Let so, the record reflect. This was 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the morning. Well, that's what? All right. No, it wasn't. Well, that's when it came through my phone. Yeah, well, you're up what are you funny. doing up? That's like oh, six she's hours in, later. She's up in the woods. You know, it takes a long time for Thanks. that signal to penetrate. <laughs> <laughs> I saw when you posted it. It Well, maybe it didn't go through, but I that's when it came through my phone. 4 o'clock in the morning. So let me ask you a question. Etiquette-wise, or I mean, not etiquette-wise, the passenger calls the shots on the radio, right? Yes. Usually, yes. If you want a tip. So they thought that would make you happy. So he's playing this uh, country crap that you probably can't tolerate. It it was the new school stuff, which I hate. I like old school country. So did you say anything? So I said nothing. I sat there and chuckled to myself, and then I wondered if I should be mad, and I can't find myself getting mad about it right so and the second time around second time around well, the first guy had hip-hop yeah changed to the country the second guy had what rumba yeah. i believe and he uh did not speak one word of english either 
right. You nice, don't have nice to be. Guy. You don't have to be mad about it. I'm not to mad. say something about it though. You said I wondered if I should be mad, just because he changed it because he was trying to please you. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. He Which says is true. I. I. You know. And just based on percentages, I think there's more of a chance he might enjoy this music over this music. Yeah. But I think if he was smart, he would say, "Hey, I uh, want some music. What are you in the mood for?" Right. Or is like that, usually that might, what, be, that might be a better. Approach. Usually, what they'll do is is go, is this radio station okay? And it'll be on like XL or something. I'm like, yeah, totally fine. Uh, oh. Sometimes Whoa. I get the real radio. Hello, listeners. why don't you say I'd rather listen to 104.1? I'm we are the pushy. top station for Uber and Lyft drivers. We are. That's a fact. That is a fact. I've been in many Ubers and Lyfts with 104.1 playing. You ever ask him, what do you think? You know, you like this station? What do you think of that Phillips guy? One guy I've done that. One guy I got into a car with C Lane. <laughs> yeah. And we were talking and he figured it out. He goes, Oh my God, you are the pink man and the C Lane. Oh. <laughs> really? It was pretty cool. Nice guy. If you're out there, you're a very nice guy. You know, stuff when you get recognized, then you have to tip and you have to tip more than you normally I know. Would. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that is true. The pressure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Dip into your wallet a little here. You ever done that though? I mean, the guy they're listening to. You're like, hey, what do you think? Uh, uh, you ever you ever hear that guy in the afternoon? He's a real gas bag, isn't he? I mean, you can steer the conversation where they <laughs> eventually agree with you. So I can't stand that guy in the afternoon. What do you think? I had the guy. And the they usually said, "Yeah, I can't." You know, it's usually Rush or you know Hannity, yeah. but and every once in a while, it's got to see what this gas bag is saying. Eh. <laughs> I. <laughs> The guy was sitting next to it at the soccer game uh, after about 45 minutes asked me if I was me. Are you me? No, uh, no, I'm you. no, no. He said, are you Moira? And I said, well, yeah. So, no, are you on the radio? And I'm like, yeah. So he said, oh, I listen all the time. I used to listen. That's what they Uh-oh, usually say. I, I used, used to, to listen, listen. But until that lip Until tard. they started talking, you know, yeah, no. the politics, whatever. No. And then he leaned over to his date or his companion and said do you ever listen to the phillips file and she said so no. what kind of music do they play no she said no and i was like oh great come on sister get with it <laughs> i don't know yeah one guy wants to you know yeah. said, hey this is uh so, jim phillips you ever no i listen to public radio uh, screw you uh, you know well hoity-toity yeah, you. So, yeah and it yeah. was it was like a hoity-toity thing too <laughs> yes see. People who say yeah, they so listen I, to NPR. Yeah, I only listen to NPR. Okay. Well, I listen to it on occasion as well, but you don't have to be up my ass on it. I mean, for crying out loud. No. And even, even and I, then felt like saying that was in that. Remember that court case? I'm picked for jury duty. I'm, yes. I'm picked to be yes, in the pool. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm sitting there, and the assistant state attorney. Hey, yeah, I'm in, uh, James Phillips, and uh, I see here that um, God, what was it? What was the line that she had? It's like, I see that you're on the radio, and uh, exactly, uh, what do you do on the radio? And I feel like you're an assistant state attorney, How do you not and know you don't that? know who right. I am. <laughs> well, did you give him a bad tip, Pinkman, because you, you were profiled? I don't even know what he did. What was wow. the upshot of it? Did you say, he didn't say anything, because he was afraid of getting angry. I tipped him. You tipped him. Yeah, it's still a service. So what's the deal on that? So, because I think I've only used Uber a couple of times, and just don't go out white, so why use him? Don't they, drink. I don't need them. But they get so, rated. You know, they get so you can stars tip, or something. You tip them when? How do you tip them in cash? No, no. They set it up through the apps now. Like, uh, I think Lyft did it first, and then Uber caught on. 
but uh, it, after you get out, it asks you to rate your Uber oh, driver one to five stars, and then you have the option of so adding So how long do you get to think about it? You can think about it for like a day or so oh, and you can? open up the app and then tip okay. them. Okay, all right. One person said they got in an Uber and asked them to put on the Phillips file, and they got kicked out. What? <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, right in the middle of their trip. Get out of my car. Get out of my cat. <laughs> oh. Liberals. <laughs> they leave you stranded, you know, uh, in a sketchy neighborhood. That's no Hey, good. don't worry about a thing. <laughs> Give us a call. We'll get somebody to pick you up. <laughs> nice try. I'm yeah. not driving you to your darn libtard convention. Mm -hmm. Where you want to go, Winter Park? Don't do that. Pinkman's <laughs> going to start getting a bunch of calls. Hey, I need a ride. I need a ride. <laughs> I can't help you. You were like the, with the funeral homes during the 4th of July weekends. Oh. If you drink too much, give, you know, we'll give you a free ride. You're a tow truck company. Yeah, tow truck. <laughs> tow to go. All right. Well, coming up Penguin is this back weekend. That's right. Universal. You yeah. go to Universal every weekend? No, I go. Seems every, like you do. Like he has every a season pass, weekend. right? An, or an annual pass. Yeah, and he right? says he barely slept Saturday night because of the stupid time change. Okay, you want to know why? Yes, yes, I do. It's because. You were tweeting at 4 a.m. No wonder. No, that was Friday, and it came through at 10 19 p.m. I checked. Aha, uh -huh, Not phone on my fixed. phone. I got, it doesn't I, matter. You barely slept on okay. Saturday. Why? Nope. Because, A, I have trouble sleeping Saturday because I'm terrified of oversleeping for Sunday morning coming down. I understand. Down. B, we lost an hour, so I was awake at like 5.30 and I couldn't go back to sleep. How many alarm clocks do you have? Do you have one or four? <laughs> I do you set, have a backup? I, I set anywhere between five and eight alarms on Saturday night. No way. Come yeah. on. Because you Tell have to get up truth. at what time? No, I swear to God. You have to get up at what time? How do you do that? Uh, well, you up... do it on your phone. You could just set them like every oh, five minutes have a new alarm. Oh, I thought you were right. saying like you had five different a clock. So the best way is to have a big loud alarm clock, but on the other side you of have the to room. Get up and yeah. that's what they right. say. That's what. That's how I did it back in the good old days. I have another person in my bed to think about. <laughs> oh, your yeah, fiance. Your fiance. Oh, yes. living no. in sin. My intended. Yeah, your intended. That's your, a nice one. Your betrothed. I like that. God, just. It's my, your fiance. It's okay. It's much better than girlfriend. You're embarrassed. No, that episode of You know what's going to happen? I'll tell you what's going to happen. Sooner or later, you're going to go through this, and she's going to turn to you in a quiet in a quiet moment and say, are you embarrassed? Do I embarrass you? No, she also hates the word, so it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You keep telling that to yourself. I'll get her to call in and tell you herself. Too bad she doesn't hate that So? <laughs> Got to save some money. Am I right? How does she, has she, have you asked her, well, if you don't like fiance, how would you like me to introduce you to someone new? How does uh, she introduce you? And this is my boyfriend. Oh my really? God almighty. I told you, I used to hate that boyfriend, girlfriend. It's like, if you're 11, it's fine. But <laughs> yeah, you're, if you're, you're going not, steady. Yeah, it seems a little bit. Yeah. Hey, I don't make the rules. These are the colloquialisms we work within. Yeah. I I just, you know, there are plenty of things that embarrass me. I, that's not, I don't understand what, are you having a hard time pronouncing it? I know oh, it's French. You don't know how to write it. Is that it? Is it that little line? Fiance. It's finance with no end. Yeah. This is my finance. It's my finance. Yeah, see? You'll be fine, Pinkman. Just, no, I just don't just like Just try it word. a couple of times. Practice with us. Go ahead. Pretend she's here. Pretend and you, the Jack is... The yeah, woman yeah. you're going to marry. Let me slide um, over. Come here. Okay. Nice. This Hold hands, hands, please. Okay. Okay, we're all hands. Into the room. <laughs> Look at this. Hi, Hi uh, this? My name is Jim. Uh, Pinkman. Who nice is party, this? isn't it? And you are? 
Uh, this is my fiance. No, I didn't ask that. I oh, said, who are you? No. I'm no. nervous. See, he's already too flummoxed. He can't oh my even God. No. Uh, hi, my name's Pinkman. May I introduce you to my fiance, Jackarina? <laughs> it's nice. Hi, Jackarina. Nice to meet you. Boy, have you gotten a catch right here. Uh, Jackarina. Uh... So... Yes. Run for, run for the hills. Yes. Run, run now. It's tickling the palm of my hand. Ew. I'm taking. We're still holding hands, by the way. <laughs> that creepy. used to mean okay, something, and uh, yeah. I don't know whether yeah, the it's... meaning of that has changed. So we won't go any I'll further. I'll be in with the that. bathroom stall. Mm -hmm. Ew! His hands are sweaty. Sometimes when I'm oh, in the bathroom, he taps his, his foot under the stall. His it's hands probably, are really sweaty. Uh, it's probably yeah. the word "fiance." Whenever, oh, God. yeah, his hands start getting clammy. This is the worst. Ew. He does have yeah. clammy hands. I did take our pictures. Chained and bound. Gonna be chained and bound. Got that long chain and that big ball at the end. Chained and bound. Oh my that's God. what that's the translation for fiance in French. It really means chain and bound. Oh. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From. Theme song. Yeah, take that, George. I don't want no man telling me what to do. That was my theme song, too. Is that good for you? I'll I don't share. want anybody telling me what to do. I'll share. Male happy, or female. Happy to share. Thank you. Uh-huh. Stephen Kramer, attorney of law, is with us. He shows up every Monday, talk to law, just talk about stuff that's uh, going on. Heard your uh, comments with the monsters this morning talking about artificial intelligence. Oh, you sorry. and, uh, and uh, what's-his-name got in the weeds? Who? The weeds. Yeah, talking about artificial intelligence, you know, yes. Kramer gets sometimes like... He's just... Like, oh, he made his left turn <clears throat> a zig and a zag? What are you saying? It is the uh, topic du jour, for sure. I mean, with the Elon Musk announcement, I talked... I, Tom and Dan I and I, I did a I, whole I, show on it. Well, yeah. okay then. You, you, you can all, do a series it's, on it's it. It's all settled. I don't disagree. It's just, but it's all... It's, it's, it's theory. It's essentially... You know, I think then I sent our you. Minds are going to meld with artificial intelligence, and then we'll be on a different plane of of a thought process. And we. Now, I think the more interesting part about it is the the impact, the economic impact. I agree it. with you. Yeah. I mean, it's happening now. Whether we got Flipper or Flippy or whatever the you know with robot, I, I I don't I understand where you go where you're going with this, and I do not disagree. I think it's a brave new world that is right around the corner, a lot closer than anybody can. Is a lot of people are thinking about, and they ought to. Well, you know, I mean, whether you, even even with even without artificial intelligence, unless it's a form of it. I mean, you talk about driverless cars, which translates to driverless trucks, which translates to robots unloading yeah. trucks at warehouses. I mean, you're talking about thousands and thousands and thousands of jobs. And what do those people do? 
To me, it's more than that. To me, it's not about potential impact. It's about today's impact. It's about the most recent presidential election. I mean, automation um, in factories and the, the, the change in information technology, moving the information age, it's a big catalyst in the last election. I mean, it's. No, I don't just. I'm not, I'm not I had this epiphany, you. you know, this uh, this whole nerd culture thing that's taking over. This whole, you know. Um, well, they ruined San Francisco. This whole. It's Why the do you idea. They ruined San Francisco. Nerds. Oh, mm-hmm. oh nerds. they have. There's no question about it. Oh, you mean the I- IT? Yeah. yeah. They, no, all the nerds from Silicon Valley who live in San Francisco. I mean, they've killed the city. It's all just a nerd city now. Oh. They're driving out all middle cl- middle class people and working people. Smart people. Yeah, and after a while, they're going to say, hey, where are we going to be able to take our dry cleaning? Because they've driven everybody out because it can become so expensive in San Francisco. Many people, lower class yep. and middle class people, have had to move out. They have to move away. They can't afford it that's anymore. Right. And they take their small businesses with them. Well, that's so what, is a nerd going to open up a, you know, a grocery store? Well, that's that idea of, no, the nerd owns the grocery store. The nerd owns Whole Foods. I mean... That, yeah, that well, so Amazon gonna, owns it. Yeah, is the nerd going to pay for somebody to be bussed in from 75 miles away to operate his grocery store? No, we'll hire robots. But I, but it's that it's we that don't ca- want a robot in a grocery store. It's that catalyst driving the the most recent election. You know this divide. You know between the wealthy building these enclaves like you have in New York City, like you have in San Francisco, these bubbles. You know versus the rest of America, and and what's changed is is information. T- the information age changed the game. You know, before 1950, you know, cognitive ability being, in, you know, hyper-intelligent or intelligent didn't necessarily mean you're going to have that much more luck in the job world. You know, um, being able to work in a factory wasn't necessarily, didn't require cognitive gifts. And then once you Explain this to the audience as it relates, as you did this morning with uh, the practice of law, which I thought was a very good observation. Because one has to wonder, whatever you're doing for a living right now, the question is whether some form of artificial intelligence or a robot combination of two can be, will be able to do your job and do it more efficiently and do it better. I mean, it's already happening. I, I mean, I, I work with a number of surgeons, and many of them, many of them, if not all, use some type of automation or robot ass- assisting in surgery. Right. Um, it's and more precise. It's more precise. Doesn't get tired. You know, we've Don't obviously take a break. We've. You do fifteen to, operations a day instead of three, and and then of course we've our we've moved our re- records digitally, you know, and then with with AI the the AI already has the ability to give a better result to many legal questions than lawyers do than humans do. Mm-hmm. So and that's where we're at today at the dawn of the age. I but, don't disagree with you, but that that has been one of the catalysts. It hasn't just been China. It hasn't just been globalization that's changed the economy. It has been the the information age and the fact is in the in information age there's a there's a different emphasis on cognitive gifts which means that that it has kind of enhanced enhanced i guess nerd nerd culture i mean which <laughs> i've been culture. fine with i mean yeah i mean comic book movies dominate the box offices when i was in middle school and read comic books nobody else read comic books you know Star Wars is a multi-billion-dollar franchise. It was not. It was always big, but it was never right. the cultural phenomenon that it is. China is leading the charge when it comes to research, artificial intelligence research. Yes, that is a matter of fact. Yes. And what I don't understand is why 
in this current administration, not to pick on them again, but I will, is this concept, let's go back to the 1950s and continue to uh, dig for coal. And I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just old school. It's not look. It's going. It's looking into the past instead of looking into the future. Right. The, the 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 future is not the past. Not anymore. You're not going to say. You're not going to save the United States, the economy, or working class people by saying, "Hey, we're going to open up some more coal mines." It's just not going to happen. Well, what's really interesting, I mean, China has to bank on that because they're about to run into a really serious problem, and that serious problem is going to be the next disruption in 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 industry and that is right now 3d printing is in those initial phases but pretty soon you won't ship containers from china why will you go through the problem you know the process of shipping overseas and import export when you can print it in the same city that you need to deliver well it's not to say you need a spoon well you don't need to buy a spoon you just make one in your own home and it'll be made wink like that once that happens Everybody's going to Star Trek. China you know, Jim, enough. You've got 500 yeah. spoons. How many more spoons yeah. do you need? We have a replicator. I keep losing spoons. That's like the you easiest. Lose a spoon. The disposal we gobbles have this amazing device up. now in the, uh, in, the, in the kitchen. It's called a drawer. Hmm. You pull it back on the, with the handle, and you put the spoon in there, and then you close it. Then when you need the spoon they again. They stay right there. They stay, yeah, they don't move. They don't. I mean, they don't disappear. It's, an it's not like socks in a dryer. It's just, where do they socks, going? that's another thing. It's the people under the stairs. I'm, I can't explain where the spoons go or how we lose them, but it just happens. Uh-huh. I've never heard of anyone losing spoons. No? I've never. Have you? Spoons? I somehow have See? eight or ten we go. Te, you know, regular forks. Like cooking utensils or, or no. spoons you use for no, soup? teaspoons. Yep. Usually it's teaspoons. See? Of all the, you have two different size uh, forks. Crazy. You I have understand. soups. I have for some too. reason... I don't know what you happens. You have a drawer. To... I have a drawer, have a and drawer. I don't lose any of that. I've never lost a knife or a fork. I, I think the goes. dish disposal, sink disposal, likes spoons better than it likes other flatware. Really? Well, you've got a spoon with you right now. How handy is that? Now, my husband. Well, that's probably... why you don't have any in your drawer because yeah, yeah. you got them in your pocketbook. If I bring them to work. I don't. No. You don't have a pocketbook. I don't have a pocketbook. I neither have a pocketbook nor a spoon with have me. Have you right ever now. had one of those? Uh, what do you call those European satchels? A fanny pack? No, not no. a fanny pack. The one that has the strap over your shoulders. It's about. It's radio, but it's about this wide. It's, it's about this. It's a Merce. I think it's a Merce. It's a Merce. It's European. It's very European. Yeah, it's yeah. a man purse. It's a, that's why they call it a Merce. No, I might have a satchel, but it's larger. Well, you than have that. A, you what? You have a, a briefcase. Yeah, there's a big I difference, do. though. A Merce is. I actually I don't even know if it's that popular in Europe. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know fanny packs are making a comeback. That's a weird thing. Who said that? It was. Where did you see that? He's in touch with popular. It was in Style magazines. I'm not. I'm not running out to get a fanny pack. I'm just saying he's kind of making a yeah. The worst. That's the worst damn thing. That ugh. They're just it's like having a tumor on your hip. Do you wear it front? Well, you can take it off though. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not rushing out to get one or anything. Mm, looks like you have a, another scrotum on you. I beg your pardon. <laughs> it looks like you have another scrotum. No, it really That's does. No, if you're wearing it that low, you're not doing it right. Well, and if it's and if you're wearing it that high, that it looks like another one. There's something wrong. Just saying. I will tell you something that I did. Do you wear it under your belly? Is that the problem? Like it comes down. No, they're just nasty. The old damn thing down is here. just nasty. Oh. I did something. Oh boy, you're gonna like it. Yeah. Tell me what you oh, did. I'm afraid to know. I watched. So One of my old-time favorites. I want to talk about Stormy Daniels when we come back so quickly. What you watch? I watch Tremors. 
Oh, did you? Which oh. is one of my favorites, but my wife had never seen it. It's a cult classic. I it's love amazing. It. It's one of my favorites. Ron Underwood, you know, he directed uh, City Slickers, too. I did not know that. He's a good director. That movie's the perfect... Ba- it's like Twister. If it comes on, you have to watch it. It's a Woof yeah, House yeah, movie. Yeah, 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 I can see that. I think I've seen uh, Tremors probably 20 times. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's just... It's cheesy, but it's funny. Little, not too much scary stuff. It's just weird. No, it's a little bit of suspense, but it's it's that you know tongue in cheek. Yeah, good for you. We agree. You're with us. Mm-hmm. I'm on board. Yeah, Pinkman's a big fan as well. Mo's never seen it. No, I never saw. It. I don't know about the sequels though. I've actually never seen a sequel. Reba, you know she knows how to handle the firearm. Reba. That's right. Michael Gross from Family Ties. Funny. Uh huh. Is yeah. it funny? It's exactly. It's great. Never seen it. it. You never seen Tremors? No, what? Hey. Oh my well, god. I. You need to do your homework. Uh, you don't have to. No, you don't. Have I to, don't. You don't have to take extra. Why are you time. knocking it? No, it's a cl- it's a cult classic. It's like uh, Twister. You should go. see it. If you're now becoming a bona fide, genuine movie reviewer, you he have is. to be willing to go back in time a little bit and see those movies that other. Oh, I have no problem with it. No, I I, I don't mind seeing it, but I don't like Kramer telling me I have to see it. <laughs> oh yeah, you have. To I'm see not it. ordering you to see it. I'm saying it would be a great thing for you to do. You'd like it. All right. We'll see. Let me talk about arbitration <laughs> when we come back uh, vis-a-vis the Stormy Daniels case. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. You are listening to the Phillips File. Stephen Craver, attorney at Law Kramer Law Firm, one firm for life. He's our guest, as he is all, every Monday. Let's talk about Stormy Daniels. Let's talk about this arbitration agreement, what that's all about. She is now uh, the latest, from what I've heard, she's now willing to pay back the $130,000. And if they're willing to accept it, that she ought to be allowed to say whatever she, she wants to talk, say about her tryst or relationship or whatever it was well, with uh, I highly Donald doubt Trump. they would voluntarily take that money back. And I think the cat's already out of the bag. I mean, she's, they're, in a, they're she, in the corner. She's already done the interview. And if, if, do the, they have a case for going to court and seeking an injunction against the broadcast of that particular tape? Yeah, it's already it's already been taped with Anderson Cooper. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows what she said. We can only speculate what she told him, if anything. Might have been nothing, uh-huh. or might have been, oh right. my god. Mm-hmm. Do, is is there a case to be made in going into court and saying we're seeking an injunction to preventing the broadcast of that interview? On what grounds? So, I mean, look on the other side. And what what would the case be? Yeah, if, if I'm arguing for an injunction, trying to stop this from being released, I mean, the case against her is much easier. You know, the fact is she accepted the money. There was a you know a deal on the table for yeah. hush money, and I'm sure in that agreement it has. Uh, injunction as a relief. An injunction for you know anybody listening is the ability to stop somebody from talking. It's a gag order. So the case against her is much easier. The case against a broadcaster is extremely difficult. What you're talking about is prior restraint. Yeah. Is, and that is the you know, it is speech that has a relevant. It's relevant politically. It's relevant to the the. How can you prevent speech when you don't know what the speech is in the first place? Yeah, that's exactly it's prior right. restraint. So explain to the audience what prior restraint is in terms of. 
the law. That's that's the courts frown heavily on prior restraint. That is stopping speech before it happens. Mm-hmm. And and that's essentially what it would be to restrain the network before it airs, especially when it is relevant to the political conversation going around. Even if you you know don't want to hear it, even if you don't like it, it still has a, a relevant it's newsworthy, essentially. I mean, essentially what it would be the attitude from the court. So look, we're not going to engage in prior restraint. We're not going to issue an injunction. If you don't like what was said, you have uh, the set, you have the relief of the court to file a libel or slander suit. That's exactly in right. Court. And it's interesting, you know, I've got to imagine at this point, somebody has silently, you know, covertly approached Stormy Daniels and said, whatever liability there is, however much you may owe for breaching this hush agreement. Yeah. We got you covered. Oh, you think? Oh, absolutely. Come on. Absolutely. Somebody went to her and said, thought it that way. Yeah, somebody said, you're covered. You don't need to worry about it. You say whatever you need to say. So not somebody in, in a political huh. party, but somebody who might despise the current occupant Bingo. of the White House so much, whether it's a multimillionaire, whether it's, I'm not let's say, a or Mark group. Cuban type, somebody who's got enough money to say, don't worry about it. I you believe know? so. So. You 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 uh, you you breach the the agreement. They sue you for a million dollars. We got you covered. Not We're going to take worry. care of all of it. Really? Absolutely. Got to be. There's too many. It's too polarizing. It's too it's too hot a topic. It's it's just one of those situations where. But the, she's in the catbird seat as well. As far as I don't want to. I don't want to. I mean, she. Why? Well, she can milk this. Anybody can milk it for you know for a yeah. while to say, look, um, eventually I'm going to say what happened here because somewhere along the line i have this patriotic duty to blah 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 but at the same time you know if i keep you know just keep this going for a month and a half Mm -hmm. make my personal appearances or whatever i mean there is there's that side of it as well i think she is on tour and making appearances and it's generating i'm sure it's generating money for her as well but aside from that the reality is though the the most important impact that that agreement had has already happened you Meaning. know, well, if it, if that information had come out before the election, yeah, you know, that might have been that might have been enough to have an impact. So the fact is, by delaying this information from coming out, even in delaying it, they, they've you know they've already scored a victory. Think anybody really cares? I don't know. I'm not sure whether anybody cares. I don't think they're hard, Trump's hardcore supporters care. They just don't. I think it's still a lot of that. You know, they like him poking his finger in the eye of everybody and. You know, no matter what you say, well, Barack Obama was that way. He was a dedicated father. He was a dedicated husband. He was never caught in any of this kind of salacious nonsense. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't connect. Or they say we don't care. We knew exactly who this guy was before we voted for him. We knew he was a a loose cannon. But that's who we wanted. I think Donald Trump cares. Uh, my understanding was that I think he cares if there's photographs or videos. I think he cares Oof. that the arp- I mean, I think it was. A- oh God. It was. I, I think it was an even. accident that um, that the press secretary leaked information about that arbitration agreement. You or, think it was an accident? I think that because my understanding is that you know she mentioned kind of offhandedly that right. the president's legal team had already won a victory Correct. to silence Stormy Daniels in private arbitration, and. It was an off-the-cuff statement, and I don't think it was necessarily planned. And my understanding was that the president was very upset that that information was revealed. Because, of course, with arbitration, there's an entire, potentially an entire 
court case. What about the line that he never signed the agreement itself? Well, I mean, valid or not valid? I talked about that this morning. I think that that is essentially a, 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 a trap. It's a to smoke him out because if there is an agreement, it's like, well, if you got an agreement that he signed, then produce it. Mm-hmm. And then once it's out there, then, then you've I mean, got his name on it. But legally going before a court and say, this is not binding. We don't believe this is binding because the other party never signed it. I mean, it's supposed to be a bilateral agreement. There's an argument. But there's also an argument that, you know, for all intents. She accepted the money. And she performed on it. She did keep silent. And he performed on it, or his attorney performed on it by paying. And I think the agreement was, none of us have seen the agreement. So we don't know who the parties were. Right. If he's just a beneficiary of the contract. And not a party to the contract? I don't know that he needs to sign it at all. You ever seen any of her work? Nope. Her work? It's her work. That's what she does for a living. Her, her movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's her, her work. Film. Oh, I see. Yeah, her I mean, cinema. you say that about it. I wonder the what the search volume is, though. You say the same thing about Woody Allen. You say, you ever any seen of his, any of his work? Any of his yeah. filmography? No, I have not. Okay. I'm, I wonder what the Google search volume is, though, right now. Oh, it's probably Pretty way high. up. Yeah. Oh, like I'm that. sure. It's gone viral. And like, I wonder what her do, appearance uh, rate do, is. Uh, do, actri- do actresses in this uh, business, are you? Do they? Do, are there royalties involved? No, mm. I don't think in that line of work there's royalties. There no royalties at all? No, there's it, been, uh, because there's been a number of complaints in litigation recently um, in that industry. A lot, of, a lot of legal maneuvering. I mean, there's been a lot of complaints recently. And there, uh, anyway. California's been trying to crack down. They've been passing a number of laws. There's been nobody's paying attention to that in that business. No, but in the legal business, you know, we always pay attention. Yeah. So you're going to ask about arbitration. I mean, that's well, that's what I was asking. I was just asking whether you know this agreement is binding. How much legal status does it have? I mean, is it a strong agreement, or do you think it's something that this is, uh, you know, if she if she wants to release the information about her relationship or whatever you want to call it with Donald Trump, you know, what are they going to do? You know, it's an Kill interesting her? thing. You can't. No, you can't. Well, I mean, what's the worst? They, what's the worst that they can sue her? And she says, "Well, I sue me. What are you going to? What That's are you right. going to get? What are you going to get out of me?" You can't make people do things. You can't control people. You can make it uncomfortable. You know, you can make it sure. a consequence where somebody goes to jail. You can make it a consequence where they owe money. Yeah. You can make. I never off- thought about it when you said though. Said, don't worry about it. They sue you. They sue you for three million dollars. It doesn't make any difference. We got five for you. Oh, man, this is a multi-billion-dollar game that's being played right now, and it is a lot of posturing that's happening. There's a lot more that's going on than we will ever see. And and frankly, it was in, it was probably a smart decision by Trump's lawyers to to obviously put this through arbitration because it allowed them to conceal a lot of the machinations yes mm. that otherwise would be very visible the fact is that's we don't even know what the agreement looks like or what it says that's that's one example of how effective arbitration was for that i don't know you think about it. i don't even you know and, you know i mean if there're photos or there's video or i mean there's the dossier where they say there may be videos oh where the the KGB is With called the something. Girls but hasn't that been debunked? Like, ah. yeah, hasn't that on been the completely bed? debunked? Like, what have we, you know, what? Oh, God. I, I'm getting ill. I swear. It's a dinner hour. <laughs> talking Whatever, about him know. naked is enough to turn your stomach. But now talking about somebody <laughs> peeing on him or something. It's like, no. Okay. no, they weren't peeing. He had them pee on each other. No, they, allegedly. No, they did not. Allegedly. No, that was not. No, it was allegedly okay. they urinated on the mattress <sighs> that, that in the room where no? Michelle and Barack Obama stay when they visited Russia. I don't That's really. what's supposed to be in the okay. dossier. Him in his there's underpants a, is just about enough for me. 
There's a, that's about uh, it. a great article in the latest New Yorker about uh, the English ex-spy who put oh. together the dossier. Yeah. It's really remarkable. It's fascinating reading. Oh, Wait. I thought you were going to talk about the assassination recently. No. Well, that's it. That's in the next uh, New Yorker. Big, big deal. I can't remember his name. What's his name? Theresa May said, highly likely Russia's behind the assassination. But when Sarah Huckabee Sanders went out, she did not mention it once. And the uh, House GOP. Yeah. Intelligence Committee said they uh, concluded their investigation and said no collusion Nothing between the Trump here. campaign Nothing and Russia. Move Nothing along, to please. say here. Nothing and to say they here. did it without uh, revealing their findings to the Democratic members of the same committee. There will be a Democratic response to that for sure. Mueller has the info, and probably yeah. we know what this amount of information that he has at hand. Mueller probably you has. believe that the president will be indicted? Mueller has a much broader pool of information to draw from. He is the only person that probably has been able to see how everything interrelates and how everything fits together. Who's likely to be indicted next? Kushner? The kid's not going to be next. I don't know. I don't know. I, I do know this, that I've, I've read right. a number of articles where people that were very close to um, Mueller have, have basically said that, cool. that he is likely to indict. Can we decide whether it's Mueller or Mueller? Because I no. know. It's Mueller. It? It's, I think it's Mueller. It's Mueller. 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 But, but it looks no, like no, Mueller. Mueller. Looks like egg noodles. Mueller. It's a Mueller's egg noodles or Mueller's egg noodles? Mueller. Yes. Mueller's? Wait, Mueller. Bob Mueller. That's what I said, And right? the new forward for Orlando City, the rookie, Mueller. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Oh, who would be in Yeah, do you think but you get people in... with the same spelling and different pronunciation. Yeah, Frankenstein, like, you know, the, Frankenstein. Yeah, Frankenstein, right. There you go. Levine and Levine. Yeah. That's right. You know, yeah, listen, that's, uh, thank you, Gene Wilder. Ex-mayor from Miami Beach is running for governor. He's who Levine. I like, by the way. Yeah, Philip Levine. Levine. Levine or Levine? I thought he was Levine. I'm just asking Levine, Levine or Levine. Just in the future, it's Cromer. What? Is it French? Cromer. Yeah. It's like fiancé. Yeah, the <laughs> only word that actually makes sense for what you are. I don't know what he's yeah, got. He's well, got... He just... He's yeah. embarrassed when he look. He's turning pink. I'm not embarrassed. It's so convoluted. You're embarrassed to introduce your fiance as your fiance. But it's so not. convoluted to introduce her any other way. Let me ask you a question. So, men. if we were uh, if we are at a, a party, let's say it's a station party, yeah. and we're just gathered together, and you're there, and then and somebody comes up, a and strange. I say, "Oh, by the way, this is uh, this is Josh, who uh, works for the program, yeah. and and his fiance. Would you be embarrassed if I said fiance? No, that's fine. I would say this is Josh and the girlfriend that he is going to be getting married to in the future. Yes, much <laughs> more like clean, effective, and streamlined. A lot of extra yes. words. Strunk and white would turn turn over. Uh-uh, not good. That's that does weird, not fit man. within that's the elements just... of style. You think you'd be proud to say, this is my fiancé, this is the woman that, that I'm engaged well, to. Well, how does she introduce him? Does she say, this is my fiancé? She doesn't like the word either. Aye, aye, it's aye, just aye. a weird word. This it's, is a woman I tricked into marrying. It's not a weird word, it's a real word. It I, happens to be French. I think that episode of Seinfeld ruined it for me. It's like a coup d'etat. Yeah. The reason we've adopted it in English it is some, because it's the easiest way to some, say, yeah. to explain a coup d'etat. Exactly. And when you're carrying something, we say schlepper. It has like it has some resonance. It makes it's one word to say a whole bunch of stuff. Like curse words have that effect sometimes. There's just some curse words where right. there's no other word that would explain <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's a couple of juicy ones. That's right. Real mobile. We can't seven, say any of them. Seven seven zero three one. They said, "Who does Stephen think will be indicted?" We he didn't get to finish. Carter Page. He should be. 
But I don't he's know a nutcase. Yeah, he's a bit cool. I think that Mueller has a number of people that he's going to wind up indicting. And I think that those close to him are putting odds that he will indict the president. I think it's Mueller. Stop it. Mm. Mueller. <laughs> Mueller. So, so he indicts people, <laughs> essentially, to, okay, what do you want to do here? You want to, are these people who have been reticent to divulge any information? Or he thinks, okay, no, we, I, we know that we know that we've, we've, we've got you trapped. And if we indict you, because we could take you to trial and, and, and win a case, mm-hmm. but we'll offer you the opportunity you know, this last opportunity, because maybe you forgot a few things. We're not suggesting what you forgot, but right. is there anything else you want to tell us before we send you to Leavenworth for 25 years? Because so we already knew. We already know. It. He's building right. a framework. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> in, the, in the three or four minutes I have remaining, sure. I don't know how much you know about a grand jury procedure. Sure. But when you go into the grand jury, you're subpoenaed to be before the grand jury. You go, as they say, in the box. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, you're in the witness chair. And you have the grand jury. Yeah. You have, do they at the beginning say? Do they do they alert the witness about the about about perjury? Do they say we just want to remind you before we begin these questions to alert you to a federal statute, blah blah blah, whatever it is, and uh, we just want to remind you that uh, purposely lying mm-hmm. to uh, to the pro- to the uh, to the attorneys or to the grand jurors themselves is a, a violation of the law punishable by up to. Can you apply that kind of pressure? Yeah, that happens in I all kinds. I mean, that's pressure. That happens in all kinds of cases, and I imagine that happens in certain grand jury. I just wondered. But you've got to understand that people that are involved in this, they're sophisticated people. Almost every one of them is represented by counsel, <laughs> and they've all been told that lying to the FBI I understand is that. a crime. No, I understand. That's why Martha Stewart went to prison. No, I, under- I understand that, but they're yes. not a lot- they cannot have their attorneys in the grand jury nope. room with them. I'm just wondering whether once that door closes, they're sitting in there all by themselves. I'm just wondering whether the state attorney or in a, in a case of a federal prosecutor, they begin by... Uh, thank you, Mr. Kramer, for answering our subpoena. Uh, we hope you're comfortable. We'd just like to remind you right before the questions begin uh, that uh, you know that any attempt on your part to shade the truth, hide the truth, or lie before the grand jury is a, a crime punishable by up to. Just to reinforce mm-hmm. in their minds, better tell us the truth. And by the way, we have a stack of... If yeah. I was a prosecutor, right. I'd have a stack of papers this high, even if there we wasn't know. anything printed on it. If you were, it's, like, you know, it's one of those things. If, we as you know, well know, Mr. Kramer, we've interviewed a number of right. witnesses, and we have their testimony uh, here transcribed before us. You get fifty feet of paper, and we'd just like to remind you about the federal statute regarding uh, perjury. If you were a U.S. attorney, you wouldn't need the stack of paperwork. Oh, if I was a U.S. attorney, that's what I'd do. You wouldn't need it because the well, pressure that they can apply I, is immense, and the power that the independent counsel has right now is immense. And the fact is, what what he's doing is building a framework, and he's building it I know bit that. by I bit, know. person by person. You, and, and it's interesting because there's not a real good way out of it for the president. Can't no, shut it down. No, you got you got Steve Bannon in the grand jury room after two hours. You know he's not. He's just, you know he's not he's, he's now not answering the questions here's what you do then you say uh, then you start bringing up the st- the stacks of paper right even if they don't have anything on it you start you know mr yes. mr bannon uh we want to remind you that other witnesses have been questioned before this and you, you lay down another ream of paper 
right? And you start stacking it up. And it's before us, we even. just want to remind you that uh, this is some, some, just some, a tiny bit of the transcribed uh, testimony that other witnesses before this grand jury have provided. We'd just like to remind you um, how it really is in your best interest to concentrate and answer, answer, answer these questions to the best of your ability. I think Would that, that be over the line? I think Nunberg is an illustration of good, how yeah, much pressure good. they can apply. I would really, be good. When you saw him go on all the television shows, all the cable shows last week, that was a guy having a breakdown moment. Who? That, Nunberg. Nunberg. Oh, the guy that went on. Th- that, no, he wasn't a kook. Was, that was a guy at was the that, edge. He was, he was having a breakdown. And, of course, then he testified before the grand jury this past that's Friday. Right. He, right. He was. That's right. It was sad. Yeah, it was. And, and it, probably, it may have gone a little bit too far, frankly. But that's an illustration of how much pressure you know, they're able to apply there. All right. Thank you, Stephen. It's always fun talking to you. Stephen Kramer, attorney, Law Kramer Law Firm, one firm for life. Stephen shows up every Monday on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Disney has filed a patent to adjust your ride path depending on how scared you are. I hope if you choose the less scary path, it calls you a little baby. You scared little baby? Next, a Russian man found 54 human hands buried in snow. Russia says they're probably just trash. Will someone please give me a hand with this investigation? Be a dumbtus. Finally, a guy who once had sex with a dolphin says that Shape of Water would have been less popular if the woman had sex with a dolphin. Jeez bro. He's just jealous he didn't win an Academy Award. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. Go there to check out Russell Crowe's divorce auction and tell us what we should buy at realradio.fm. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From... You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 104.1 Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind Got no way to prove it, so maybe I'm lying. But I'm only human after all. I'm only human after all. Don't put your blame on me. Don't put your blame on me. Take a look in the mirror. What do you see? Do you see it clearer? Or are you deceived? And what you believe? I'm only human after all And you're only human after all Don't put the blame on me Phillips file for a uh, Monday We'll talk with Scott Maxwell on Wednesday. Mr. Maxwell, of course, writes the ticking names column for the Orlando Sentinel, but he always he already has something posted on uh, the Sentinel's website with the title, Someone Else Confessed, Yet He's Being Tried Again. And uh, I just... And 26, a judge and jury sentence... A uh, person to die for a gruesome double murder. And it just goes on. I haven't read the whole article, but this should be interesting. Someone else confessed, but he's being tried again. Okay. See how that shakes out. I thought there's a double indemnity. You know, like you can't double, you can't do it twice. I thought once is, that's it. 
Isn't it double indemnity or something? 68-year-old woman was stabbed to death. Her daughter, blah, 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 was stabbed 129 times. This person was the cop's prime suspect. Just goes on and on and on. Yeah. Jurors convicted him, recommended he die, sat on death row for years until something shocking happened. Oh. According to Scott Maxwell, someone else confessed to the crime. Oops. All right. We'll delve into that more tomorrow and then talk to Mr. Maxwell on Wednesday. Right. Time for person, place, or thing, PPT, to wrap the wrap up the show for this Monday. What is the prize for PPT, Mr. Pinkman? Oh, man, it's a pair of one-day Universal Orlando tickets with park-to-park access and more to celebrate Universal's Mardi Gras now through April 7th at Universal Studios Orlando. That comes with a nightly parade and some of the biggest names in music live in concert. I know Foreigner is there this Saturday. You foreigner. can find yep. yeah, Foreigner. Oh. Find more info at universalorlando.com. All right, here we go. All right, John, you're first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. All right, let's go with a person. Let's go with a person. Haven't been in that category for a while. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Mm-hmm. Clue number one, who is this person? This person was born in Queens, New York, of Polish and Jewish ancestry. Like everybody I know. Hmm. Uh... Shot in the dark of Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Okay, Woody yeah. Allen. That's, That's your guess. final answer? Yeah. No, sorry, not Woody Allen. That was a good guess, though. Right off the cuff. You know what I'm saying? You said Brooklyn. Born in Queens. Oh, born in Queens. I thought you said Brooklyn. Yeah. Right, sorry. Yeah, they dislike one another. Who did? Those Queens and Brooklynites, they, they don't go. Oh, uh, what about the Slug Bronx? Hatfields oh. look at oh, They okay. don't even think about that. <laughs> Ray, here we go. Clue number two. This person has been active on issues such as poverty, AIDS, juvenile diabetes, and MS research. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. That's your final answer. It's not Jerry Seinfeld. Moving right along. Here we go to Danny. Clue number three, Danny. He was was influential in the Motion Picture Association of America's adoption of the NC-17 rating. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Born in Queens, Polish, Jewish ancestry, been active on issues such as poverty, age, juvenile diabetes, MS research, also influential in the Motion Picture Association of America's adoption of the NC-17 rating. My husband just reminded me. He was born in Queens, too. Just saying. No. That's why he's so angry. Nope. Yeah. No. He's angry that he wasn't born in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Brooklyn people always, yeah. They, um, oh, they're they snooty. Are... No, Manhattan people are snooty. Oh, well, Manhattan people look down on Brooklyn, but Brooklyn looks down on... They look on... down on Queens? Oh, sure. Yeah, of course. the borough. My God. Mm-hmm. Oh. Don't even mention Staten Island. Ooh. No. So what do you think there, Red Danny? <laughs> My answer is... Jack Valente. Jack Valente. That's a great answer. That's your final answer. No, it's not Jack Valente. Jack Valente. Let's move on to Mark. Here we go. Uh Uh, This is a good clue, Uh, Mark. Here we go. Common Bond. Common Bond here. Clerks, Shakespeare in Love, and Pulp Fiction. Okay, so it's probably not who I was thinking. Well, who are you thinking? I'll I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll, I'll, I'll let you slide on that one. Who are you thinking? I was thinking of the other Jerry, Jerry Lewis. No, it wasn't Jerry Lewis. Ah. No. Think again. All right, Common Bond, Clerks, Shakespeare in Love, Pulp, pulp Fiction, Born in Queens, of Polish and Jewish ancestry. Uh-huh. Queens. Queens. Okay, I've never read Pulp Fiction. I don't even know what it's about. Seen the movie? Seen the movie, no, Clerks? I'm, I'm, Seen the movie, Shakespeare? No, 
Have you been to the movies? <laughs> I had a couple years, though. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. Okay. Well, that's the best uh, I can do for you. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, all right, I'll give you another. I'll give, I'll give you another clue. I'll give you a clue. All right. Uh, this person has one of those wolf blitzer beards. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, he is a wolf. Yeah, he's a wolf. He's a wolfie. Moe's okay, it's not Wolfman Jack. Uh, Blitzer, whatever you call it, yeah. He has a wolf Blitzer beard. Yeah, he's got one of those short crop beards. Oh, I I don't even watch Fox News. Oh, it's not Fox, not Fox it's CNN. It's not Fox, it's CNN. <laughs> Goodbye. You know, you're just, I'm not even gracious. giving you any more time of the day. I'm trying to give him hints, and he calls it Fox. I don't go to the CNN. movies. I don't watch the news. I just sit in Rome, you know, and I watch a candle burn. <laughs> Yeah, what a, yeah, I don't come know. Come on, buddy. What are you it's doing a, to me looks here? Looks at his belly button. I don't know what he's doing. All right, uh, David, Sheesh. here we go. Uh, clue number five, David. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here he sparked a wave of national reckoning, reckoning yeah. against sexual harassment and assault. Oh. Hashtag me too. I'm going to go with Harvey Weinstein. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. Yeah, baby. Uh, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Good job, man. I think yeah. it was the blitzer that gave it away. The Blitzer, yeah, he's got that scruffy. His, he looks dirty to me. He's a pig. <laughs> well, aside from the fact that he's a pig. Yes, sir, Jack. Yeah. Uh, Jim, coming up this Thursday is the second night for the Monsters Comedian of the Year competition at the Abbey. Went to the first one. This is so much fun. Going again this Thursday, in fact. I heard our, the judges are superb. Uh, oh, rimshot! <laughs> well, this, Moira will be a judge along with Russ and Savannah Ooh. this week, this Thursday night. Come out to the Abbey, plus a set by former Monster Comedian of the Year, Miguel Colon. Uh, they have general admission seating, reserve seating, but they also have a Hard Rock Orlando VIP seating. It includes dinner from Hard Rock and two Bud Lights. So go to the website for all the details, monsters.fm, keyword funny. That's monsters.fm, keyword funny. Uh, get your tickets in advance. Brought to you by Bud Light and Hard Rock Orlando. Oh, what do you got in your purse? Do I have my purse? Was that plaster or coleslaw? What does that container no, you have there? It's soup. <laughs> what she got, eats like, soup from her purse. It's in my lunchbox. It's not in my purse. That's just saying. This you don't see this thing. It looks like a pint my... of paint. <laughs> no, you look like it looks like a it looks oh like a big God. thing of spackle. You behave in a way. You should like be sitting on the lunch. bus. You should start taking the bus places. <laughs> I have bags everywhere. You're bags. Ba- you're a bag lady. I, I Eating do. soup out of your purse. <laughs> it's in my lunchbox. Thank, not on my thank pocket. God there's no wolfies left anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Is she ripping off pick, pickles and packs of sugar and, and Sanka? It's like a two-quart container. No. Well, How much yeah, soup are you eating? There's only a little bit in there, so I figured I don't want to put in another Tupperware. I'll just take that one. <laughs> in your purse. <laughs> no, it's in my lunchbox. In your purse. What kind of you suit? could transport tropical fish in that thing? It's so big. It is big. <laughs> exactly. I <laughs> God Almighty. I know, and well, I never can find anything in this purse either. Wonder why? Uh, I know. Good night, here. Good show today. Thank you, Stephen Kramer, for showing up tomorrow. Tuesday edition of the File, among other things, Fritz on the Street. That's tomorrow, starting at three, of course. Right after Sean East, the news junkie, with Sabrina and Sea Lane, they follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next. Tonight, eat dessert first, grin like a dog wander, aimlessly pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care.
night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1.